What's up, Justin? Hey, Bobby. How's it going? It goes. It goes. So I know we're supposed to do a games podcast today. That's the rumor. But I was thinking maybe we should switch it up and do something different. I don't want to throw something at you last minute that you weren't prepared for. That's exactly what you're doing. I know. I'm sorry. And I'm sorry about that. But um, I think I'm going to switch it up. So I'm going to re-roll the, uh, the, the intro here. And uh, we're going to do something a little different. All right. We'll, we'll be back in one second. What's up, everybody, and welcome to Roger Roger, a Star Wars podcast. We haven't done one of these in a while. It's been a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away that we did one of these. <laughs> um, I'm joined, of course, by Justin. Hi. Um, and of course, to join us once again is is Mark, because he's been here for all of these Star Wars episodes. Salutations. And joining us, very special guest and prequel lover, Kelsey. Kelsey, welcome. Can I just say you guys are brilliant actors, almost Hayden Christensen level, almost. I've I'm never insulted, had, but we I've never had such an insult thrown at me before. <laughs> yes. God damn! We just started, and I've been hit with the fire. Yes. <laughs> really, I'm just like an angry man, an angry man staring at a lava planet. Um, I hate you. Just it's okay. <laughs> We've, we've oh, all been there. I hate you! What a delivery. How did he not get an Oscar? We'll, we will get there, but right? just to preface, just a, you know, we're starting, starting mid-scene, in mise-en-scene here. Um, in my opinion, the Jedi are evil is the greatest <laughs> line in the history of movies. That's a really good one. Absolutely. It fits very Absolutely. well. 100% actually, it's, where we're at in the world. Actually, I think it's worse. I think it's from my point of view. It is from my Jedi point of view. Evil, You're right. Which is worse. It is worse. For reasons I can't explain, but it just has a bad mouthfeel. Well, maybe because they're they're standing on broken machinery floating down a river of lava. And he says in the most like emotionless voice, from my point of view, the Jedi are evil. <laughs> can we can we start at the beginning before we get to the end? Yes, but I want to give a little preview of what's to come on, on this episode. Yeah. Today we are reviewing, if you couldn't have guessed, Star Wars Episode 3, The Revenge of the Sith. What did I say last um, night? Revenge of the Clones? Revenge of the Clones. That's what you said last night. <laughs> it was 12.45 in so the we morning. So we know, we know where Justin's head is at um, on this one. Um, Star Wars Episode nine uh episode 10 revenge of the clones um we're <laughs> um just a quick overview people don't know um we we did we did episodes one and episodes two the, the me justin and mark did those um those are up um over uh, on the podcast feed um so we went over those two it's been a while we did those two pretty close together it's been a while since we did that one so i don't really remember all the things we said <laughs> about those movies I'm assuming most of them are negative. That's going to be my my overall guess. The, um, the Phantom fair. Menace, the Phantom Menace was bad, but at least had some redeeming moments. Um, yes, Attack of the Clones is a horrendous movie that has yes. no redeeming qualities whatsoever. I'll hear nothing from this panel the saying otherwise. <laughs> it is truly an ir think, irredeemable movie. It truly is. The, 
The thing that's great about it, though, is that it's 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 maintained its level of mediocrity over the years. Like I, I went back to it and just exactly, like a, like a warm hug uh, when I revisit. I'm like, it is just as bad as I remember. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, which absolutely. is oddly comforting for me for reasons I can't explain. So why don't um, we? But because she hasn't been on to defend the yes. prequels for the first two episodes, Kelsey, briefly Thank describe you. your history you. with these movies. No problem. <laughs> So something I want to preface is that when Phantom Menace came out, I was six years old. I need to go. Okay, yeah, so I have to go. was it the best movie I ever saw in my entire life? Right, the podcast is over. Yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> I was 16 years old. So mm-hmm. a point. Let me. I put, I completely believe that, I shared, that was the best movie you saw in your life at that point. Yeah, best. First of all, Anakin Skywalker, the main character, is the same age as you. Best movie. He rides a spaceship and wins the race. Best. He's cute and blonde. Amazing. Best movie. So, <laughs> so something I want to preface that I explained to Bobby and Justin the mm-hmm. other day is that I didn't know <laughs> who Darth Vader was. So who? I knew I knew there was a Darth Vader. <laughs> because I knew my the dad concept is like, <laughs> of Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah, I knew the concept. Okay. Of, so my dad is a huge Star Wars fan. So I've always grown up knowing what Star Wars is. Like, I knew of a Luke Skywalker and of a Darth Vader and of a Princess Leia. Okay, okay. But I didn't know, like, who they were. So I want everybody to decide, is my dad a genius or <laughs> is he evil? Because I watched all three movies not knowing what was happening to Anakin. I mean, that sounds like so, a genius to me. <clears throat> I, I didn't yeah. tell Jorah anything I about it. I let him come to it on his own. Um, okay, wait. Yeah, worst experience of my life. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. So Phantom Menace, I was six years old, loved Anakin, loved Padme. I was like, yes, here for it. Attack of the Clones, nine years old, madly in love with Anakin. He's in my emo king. He had the little like braid over here. He's older. He was hot. He was in love with Padme. He didn't care about the Jedi. He was like, I love Padme. And I was like, yes, king. Got married. Still oblivious to Darth Vader's existence. Have no idea who this man is. I was aware I was aware of the concept of Jedi's that Anakin marrying Padme maybe not the best idea Mm -hmm. maybe leading him down the wrong path but I believed in love Okay. As one does. At seven years Revenge old. Champion of, of love. At seven years old you were a big believer nine? in love. Nine? Nine? You said seven for Attack nine? of the Clones. No she was nine no, for Attack of the Clones. Six for Phantom oh, Menace. Sorry. Nine for I'm Attack sorry, of the Clones. I'm sorry. I wrote it down. I'm sorry. <laughs> Eleven. <laughs> For Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> Entering my emo phase, my prime time. I just heard Fall Out Boy for the first time. Mm-hmm. Just heard old. my chemical romance. Anakin mm-hmm. has long hair. Okay. Mm-hmm. And here we are. This is now this is the visual. I paint you all. Going into the theater with my father. My dad, full aware of what's happening in this movie, knows exactly where it's going. Me, oblivious. I'm like, maybe he'll change. We we all love a man who could change. <laughs> He changed already. We love a bad boy. He did change, for sure. He did change. Okay, so just have that visual in your head. Okay, so we really set the scene for for Kelsey, 11 years old, sitting down to watch Revenge of the Sith in the movie theater. I was a senior in college when I I think. I think a senior, yeah. I was was 21, I guess. So yeah, 21, 22. So yeah, I I was probably a senior. Um, 
I just remember, I remember just sitting there watching that first trailer being like, for the love of God, just please let this movie be somewhat cool. Like that's the only thing I was wishing for. I had- And they yeah. delivered. And they had, we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I, that's what my, I remember sitting there talking about like that, my friends being like, I just hope it's cool. Um, that's all I, all I could think about at that point. I was, uh, I went into this- It was cool for an 11 year old, college that's mindset. for sure. <laughs> yeah. I went into this movie with Justin. no expectations, cause I obviously, had an upbringing and was aware of culture and knew what was going to happen and i was like i don't want to see this but there was a group going and so i went and i watched this movie and i came out of the movie being like well that was the best of the prequels by like a wide margin mm -hmm. and uh i watched it again for the first time in well i'm not not for preparation for this show but i watched it about oh six seven weeks ago uh, before I went mm -hmm. to Disney to get Jora caught up on all the Star Wars movies. So, yeah, mm -hmm. uh, that was for somebody I'd seen mm -hmm. in a long time. And my feelings still held up. I'm like still the best prequel movie. Mm. Mark, you had a, you had an interesting story when you saw Attack of the Clones. But do you have any interesting stories about your Revenge of the Sith experiences? Unfortunately, nothing, nothing as exciting as as with uh, Reve Revenge of the Clones. Revenge of the Clones. Uh, but yeah, it 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 uh. It basically held up the same when I reviewed it uh, for in preparation for this. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it it feels it feels the best of the three, but that's that's not a ringing endorsement for me. Yeah, that is um I guess from, from the three of us probably faint faint praise. I, I'm interested in when we get into it with Kelsey and all the finer points. Um, best movie. <laughs> as as I've done for the other two, just a quick synopsis of what we're gonna of of, of the film. We begin a few years after Attack of the Clones. Um, the war is still going on. Uh, the Chancellor has gained even more wartime powers. He has been kidnapped. The uh, the two our two our two friendly Jedi, Anakin and Obi Wan, have to save him. Um, in in that process, Count Dooku dies, and then the hunt for Grievous begins. Um, most of the movie is concerned with two things, one hunting down General Grievous, and then this sort of the turn and the reveal to Anakin that um, Palpatine is in fact the Sith Lord Darth Sidious. Um, Crazy. Uh, mind blowing. It's like they didn't show it at the end of <laughs> Attack of the I? Clones. Um, and, then, um, <laughs> uh, um, and then it's concerned with the, the fallout from you know, the, the the death of Mace Windu and the the, the coming together of the Galactic Empire um, and, and how that all sort of leads us into a point where we, we're going to pick up again, again some 20 years later when A New Hope, um, you know, the story begins again in, in New Hope. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Mark and, and Justin, you kind of talked about how you feel like it's the, the, the best of the, the, the prequels. And I mean... I, I would just to kick it off to start to get a little deeper into it. Um, I agree, I definitely agree with that sentiment. I, I think that when I was going through and making pretty pretty detailed notes in this this notebook, um, I, I came away being like, okay, like it is there. There was more to like that I wrote down in my like to like section than any of the other movies, um, and there was less in the I don't I this is terrible like section of my notes, you know. Um, which was nice because, you know, I, I've been trying watching when we've been watching these. I've been trying to look at them with a different eye than just like, I love the original Star Wars movies and these do not live up to them. Like that sort of mindset. Um, and in doing that, I found some stuff, stuff here to like. Um, but uh, there's stuff I also did not like. Yes, Kelsey. I was going to say, I think I w wanted to bring this up somehow mm -hmm. 
But I think it's interesting because I think the originals are like you three. Maybe I'm speaking for all of you, but your Star Wars. Yeah. Right. And this was this is mine. Mm -hmm. So to me, these movies are like uh, I have better memories watching these ones than I do the originals. Yeah. Even though I think objectively, like I, obviously the better, the older ones I think are much better, just acting wise in general. Um, I think these ones, because I was six, nine, and eleven, mm -hmm. um, they were the. It was the first time I ever watched Star Wars as well, so these were like so important to me. And obviously, like I watched them with my dad, so like I feel right. like sentimental yeah. towards them as well. Of course, of course, um, yeah. Yeah, of course. And we'll try to do a lot of people Wars like my age might feel, yeah. Yeah, sorry, Mark. They were they were our first exposure to Star Wars mm -hmm. as well. Because like when the first right. one came out, we I like a lot of people my age. We were six, five, four. So I don't think we even if we watched A New Hope or if we watched episodes five and six, do would we even remember them? Mm -hmm. Right. I don't know. Yeah, right. That makes sense. So I think just a little caveat. No, absolutely. And, and we'll try our best not to denigrate your entire childhood memories. Okay. Thank you. The funny thing about for himself, I can't make any promises. No, we know Mark can't make any promises on that. The funny thing for me is I didn't actually grow to like Star Wars until episode seven. I just watched them as that's films right. to be like, oh, that's a that's Star Wars. That's that big popular thing. And like, it's not like I had any fondness for them. I saw the original movies once and then I saw the prequel movies all once. So my mm -hmm. our, my actual growing Star Wars fandom started around Episode Seven, and then like, what was after Episode Seven? Rogue One. Yeah. Um, yes, so yeah, that's when I was oh, like, I oh, we, I thought we were gonna take like except eight comes yeah, after seven, Rogue Dustin. One. Yeah, it's like eight. <laughs> that's when I became a big Star Wars fan. So yeah. Fair. Um, you know, I th I think like you know, I definitely I watched them as a kid, but I think m my first. Like my my first real, like when I started really getting into it, it was probably when they re-released them in the in the theater, like the original trilogy, which I think was just a few mm -hmm. years right before the Phantom Menace. Came Ninety-seven, out. yeah. Ninety-seven, yeah. So like a year, yeah, two years before, two, two or one or two years before. So mm -hmm. like th that was that was the time I really started being like, oh wow, like I really like these movies. That was the time where you know I, I you know I was I was thirteen or whatever. So I I was starting to actually like think about movies in a different way than just I watch this and then I go play with my friends. You know, that was, it was like a different thinking mm -hmm. at, at that point. Um, so yeah. So um, let's get into revenge of the Sith um, and, and sort of go through it. Um, we, we, we always start with talking about how we feel about the opening crawl. So I just wanted to mention that I think of all three of them feels the most like a star Wars opening crawl. <laughs> it doesn't have like, like a lot of like um, like political mumbo jumbo in it, or like a lot of things you don't mm -hmm. understand because you don't you know it's a very simple like there's literally W A R exclamation point it's it's how it starts <laughs> and then just sets the scene for exactly where we are going to be starting out this movie you know the war is raging on uh, you know the chancellor has been kidnapped and the Jedi are sent to rescue him. Um, so it, it started off much better than the other ones <laughs> for, for, it, it, for me in, in that way. Did they use the word trade uh, federation? I felt a little disappointed I that we didn't. Oh, sorry. I Angela. don't believe. I don't, I don't think believe they did. So. so then it's instantly better. I felt, <laughs> I felt disappointed that we didn't dive into the weeds of governing. I know. Yeah. No. Crawl again. Where's my Senate, you know, um, <laughs> like procedure uh, line <laughs> in the, in the opening crawl. Yeah. It's cause 
Yeah, it's because Padme doesn't really have a role in this movie besides like defending Anakin at every instance. No, and that's so. one of my one of my big notes on on like the bad <laughs> part of of the movie. Um, yeah, but like rolling in, I will say rolling into that and in, into a big on uh, my good section. I think this whole entire opening like action sequence is is good. Like I, I think the the reveal, like how it starts on the ship, I wrote big their Star Wars thing because we got a big ship. And then it reveals out into an even bigger, you know, scenario, which is a very, you know, big Star Wars, you know, trick. Um, and I think like that whole first one looks great. It's the first of like the movies where I feel like there were times where I was watching it. Most of the time I was watching it, I was like, this could have come out now, and I wouldn't have like really blinked about mm-hmm. how it looks. Um, there were a couple times here and there, but for the most part, I felt like they did a really great job. And that battle is really cool and it's really a different they haven't started any of the movies in, in in that way up to this point so it was neat and you get to see the differences it does a good character job showing the differences between obi-wan and anakin and um but i think a lot like like a lot of the movie the movie doesn't know what to do with anakin because it it wants to set up this idea that he's this troubled man who's going to end up is is just teetering on the edge of the dark side but like 85% of the things he does in this movie are like good selfless like hero stuff and then just 15% of it is like now I'm a mur- I'm a murderer of children. So it's like I I I feel a little bit like like in this beginning is the same thing, right? He is like he won't leave Obi-Wan alone and 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 I know George Lucas wants you to give it like he wants you to take this like this Jedi like approach to it which is like oh he has an attachment and that's going to end up leading to his like demise, but all it makes you think as the viewer is this is, a, this is a good guy. Like, he won't leave his buddy alone. Yeah, poor, <laughs> poor thing. <laughs> his friend doesn't want to stick with him. Yeah. Uh, Sucks. Um, well, I mean, what, what did you all think of the, the opening, Mark? What did you think of it? With that opening sequence, like, especially what led to him being like, uh, his fate will be the same as ours. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was very nice for uh, Count Duco to uh, very lightly just lay that platform on him. <laughs> But he could have crushed his legs, but he just so gracefully, elegantly placed it on top of him so that it could be easily moved later. Just great foresight from him. Uh Also, I thought it was interesting. It looks phenomenal. I agree Mm -hmm. with you on that. So let me just keep the praise and keep that up first before Mm -hmm. I crap on the movie some more. Um, It looks great. I I honestly like agree with you that it could have been episode nine as far as like a lot of the visuals. And yeah, I wouldn't have blinked an eye. So it still looks great. Um, but I think some of the acting choices, not by Hayden Christensen, but instead by uh, Senator Palpatine are interesting. Mm-hmm. Or Chancellor Palpatine. Horrible. Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> Horrible. Very interesting choices. Um, he's been slow playing this for a long time <laughs> to get to this point. And then as soon as he has like Dooku in a vulnerable position, he's like, great job, Anakin. Kill him. <laughs> I'm like, oh... I don't think you're really hiding your evil side that well right now, but you know, that's a one choice. Of the, one of the uh, many so, amazing one-liners we get out of this movie. Do it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. It was a little much. Yes. So, yeah. yeah there, uh, the other thing that I, I gathered from the opening sequence is that droids are useless yeah. and blaster shots in the prequels do nothing to anyone except for during execute order 66. Yeah, it's which confusing. True. It's true. Very um, confusing. It's, it's it's very true. Um, Justin, any thoughts on this opening? I mean, it was fine. Uh, the uh, was it Christopher Lee? Uh, yeah, that that fight sequence was pretty good. 
uh, you know, Obi-Wan once again, mm-hmm. just getting knocked out really easily. And then, you know, you get that, you get that execution <laughs> a recurring, scene. A recurring motif. Yeah. yeah. I, and, uh, right after the line, which is Sith Lords are our speciality. <laughs> just it's like, you've gotten worked by this guy him. like three times. <laughs> But I thought that, like, I, I actually thought this, I think more this fight scene, um, and I think it maybe degrade, it degrades later, but I thought the actual fight scene between, um, what's his name, uh, Dooku and Anakin was Dooku? good. I, it, it, I think it mirrors more some of the uh, sequels fight scenes where it looks like the lightsabers have some sort of weight to them. It's not like they're just, like, yeah. constantly mm-hmm. flipping around. Like, it's a battle, like... When he grabs Dooku's hands and then uses the lightsaber to cut him off, I was like, "Oh, that was like an actual like move. Like he did it like a, a yeah. like a, a neat right. thing there." Um, you know, mm-hmm. later in the movie, we're gonna get into ballet with lightsabers. We'll talk about that then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, One other thing I do want to throw in yes. before we we kick it over to the other two here uh, is, I think it was an interesting choice to have uh, Count Dooku do a front flip off of that platform down <laughs> like you didn't have to have him do that and make it very obviously cg it's like oh i've been taken out of it already yeah well, there's wa- a recurring theme in this movie the stairs would probably take a yeah. while there's a recurring <laughs> theme in this movie of them having <laughs> old gentlemen do like wild ass <laughs> shit and i'm like yeah. and it does not why shouldn't they because it doesn't match at all when they're not doing the wild ass shit. Like when Christopher yeah. Lee is swinging that lightsaber and it's actually Christopher Lee, it looks like he's gonna fall over when he's swinging it. And, and then he's, he's like trying his best. flipping. He is trying his best, but then all of a sudden he can flip around like a like a crazy like Pal- gymnast. Palpatine yeah. later in the movie is literally walking hunched over with his hands like this, and two seconds later he's doing a fucking cyclone through the air. <laughs> yeah, he's doing like the psycho crusher yeah. move that well, M Bison does. It's called Street Sith powers. It okay, is. I don't. It is. I, I don't want to defend the Sith here, but in his defense, that is part of the act yes, to make them true. believe that he's weak. Yeah, it's true. So if there's one person you can excuse, it'd be, it'd be the Emperor. Yeah. Um, it's just the fact that when it's, it's like, you know, in, in Captain Marvel, when they de-age, um, um, you know, Samuel Jackson and like he looks young, but whenever he's walking, you're like, this is a 65 year old man. Like he doesn't walk like he's 30. You know what I mean? So it has that same, that, that little bit disconnect. It's not a bit, it's, it's not the wor- biggest deal in the world, but it is like, it comes up. It's like a little ridiculous. Kelsey, do you have any notes yeah. on this opening or any thoughts on the opening? <laughs> yes, I do. So in the first 10 minutes of the film, I will, I know I said I was gonna come in here defending my British Columbian King, mm-hmm. my Vancouver native. But um, you do you definitely see that Hayden's acting was not uh, the best. Um, mm-hmm. One of my favorite lines was when they save Palpatine and he's like, oh, how are you guys? Whatever. And then he, <laughs> Anakin's like, my powers have doubled since we last spoke. And it's like, OK, dude, like, relax. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, but like, I think it's interesting because you guys are talking about how like um Palpatine's acting was not like the best like he was clearly like overdoing it to show that he's evil Mm -hmm. and then I feel like at the same time like it's I think an emphasis for like I guess it's like I'm seeing this from a kid's point of view but like it's an emphasis for like me at that age or like other kids to be like okay um Anakin's being ghastly gatekeeped and girl bossed and Obi-Wan is just like on the floor clearly a doll like now that I'm looking back at it (laughs) Um, and you're, 
you're kind of like supposed to i guess understand that we're not supposed to trust him but like obviously like anakin's like clearly being gaslit um my other Mm -hmm. thought is that general grievous coughing very not uh 2020 friendly it made me very uncomfortable (laughs) i was like he's coughing a little too much (laughs) put a mask on grievous (laughs) yeah like literally i was like okay just coughing everywhere that's fine um and then the relying on the elevators in this scene i was like guys take the stairs yeah there's a lot of elevators. jesus lord yeah 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 yeah. so but it's like oh no we can't go down the elevator like just leave yeah i was a little bit like obi-wan come on yeah well it's, it's also <laughs> on, it's also interesting because we, in the in the last movie we literally saw obi-wan and anakin jumping off of skyscrapers and falling like yeah. thousands of feet exactly. and landing on a moving vehicle and being completely fine and they're like <laughs> oops <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> R2? Hello? Yeah. Hello? Just, just the moving standards of of what is allowed yeah. in the physics of the world. Totally. But I'm glad that Kelsey brought up uh, Grievous with his coughing. But it's funny. It was a funny scene. Yeah. Because, like, Grievous has all these cybernetics, Horrid. right? And he's coughing. But, exactly. Like, then, then, but then he can go <laughs> into space and he's, and he's cool. Like, <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. He just destroys the glass, goes into space. He's like, oh, I'm good. I have no breathing issues when I'm in space. Why would I have breathing issues there? There's no oxygen. It's fine. And then he comes back inside the ship and he's mm-hmm. coughing again. Yeah. What? Maybe it's our air. Maybe, maybe he doesn't the like air. Maybe the air is cough. the problem. The air is the problem. Because I mean, he I think fix that on his own ship. This is this is like the idea. This is one of the failures of the movie. And, and I think only gets enhanced if you watch other media that they put out around these movies because like Grievous is like sick as shit and like like I don't mean sick like mm-hmm. <clears throat> sick I mean like really fucking cool yeah he's cool if, if you watch like yeah. the Tartarovsky like Clone Wars when cartoons that came out before this movie came out or you watch the Clone Wars series that came out yeah. after this like he's he's an interesting character and he's got cool things and you learn about why he's got like the the heart and like the lungs and what the whole deal with him is or whatever. But this movie does a terrible yeah. job. It, it just, it's definitely just like a design over like substance, like addition to the movie. Right. Because like the idea yeah. of him having all I those think- lightsabers is like, he killed all of these other Jedi and that's how he got these lightsabers. But in this, yeah, it, fucking sick. And this, it just feels like, Oh, he must've found these scene. somewhere because he's terrible. <laughs> he can't fight. Yeah. Yeah. He just swings them he- around. And then like Obi-Wan just works him like Amazing. completely. Swings really fast. Swings really fast. <laughs> okay. yeah. well, it feels, feels kind of like how the, the collector appears in Marvel's like, yeah. Oh, I have a collection of these lightsabers. Like, all right, dude, <laughs> let's think, let's think about something though, to be fair. Cause I think Jemma Grievous is cool. I have always thought that. Yeah, I do too. At the end of Attack of the Clones, when they're having the battle in the arena, right? Mm-hmm. How many mm-hmm. Jedi did you just see get worked there for absolutely no reason? So it's uh, yeah. not like in this world, just because you're a Jedi doesn't mean that you're a great fighter. The Jedi Masters are, but rank and file Jedi were getting taken out no problem one on one with clones. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I'll argue so him- against that in. In the prequels, the Jedi Masters are also just basically rank and file Jedi, except for yeah, the they all get killed very easily. I know they all get. Yeah, I, I have a problem. I have a problem with the Jedi. I'm just talking about yeah. like Obi Wan going against him would be like there's a difference there between him later in the movie fighting Grievous and Grievous killing Jedi like that were at the end of Attack of the Clones because they all died yeah, real easy. Fair. But like the, the, right. the idea of a villain like Grievous is if you're doing the, if you're setting up setting up a movie yes. or a story in the correct way. Is that you're gonna give you're gonna give weight and power to Grievous before he has to fight 
like one of your central heroes of of your movie. You want to you want to go into that fight believing there's a chance mm. Grievous can beat Obi Wan Kenobi, like or the fight has no absolutely no meaning, which they they made it so it seemed like the like Jango Fett could almost beat Obi Wan Kenobi, and they did they didn't even do that for Grievous. So you know I, mm. I think like th they did a poor job of you know kind of giving the character. Um, any sort of real weight because and they did the they made this this mistake is a domino from the from Phantom Menace where they killed Darth Maul at the beginning of Phantom Menace and all of a sudden you have this like really interesting killed. like yeah quote 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 but um you know like cool villain that you get rid of and then you're just like cycling mm -hmm. in a new villain every movie and and it just it doesn't build as much as it build it, it could build you know because if Grievous shows up in Attack of the Clones early on or something that and 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 you know fucks fucks up obi-wan or whatever like then when he fights him later in this movie it would it would mean something but it like means nothing when you see general grievous because you're like first of all it, it take you're like who the hell is this guy <laughs> the first time you see him because right, yeah. there's no context to he's in the opening crawl it says something um, about general grievous in the opening he's a crawl. bad guy yes he's a bad guy yeah he's a bad guy Un yeah unknown bad <laughs> guy with with <laughs> cybernetics which Again, prior With to when they zoom in, arms. He's a, yeah, you don't, you don't no, even know he has six arms until that, later. You think he's a drone? <laughs> yeah. Like you just think he's a drone until yeah, like you, you get like like yeah, why is that do. drone coughing? This is weird. Sure. Yeah. Well, they, I mean, to robots. be fair, why are they coughing? The droids in this movie have like weird conversations with each other. Like in, when uh, they don't cough. I, Love it. When, yeah. yeah, I know they don't cough. But I love like, it. Hey, you. And they're talking when they're talking to R2. They're like, yeah. you, you so stop cute. that. You stop that right now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, why? And then R2 fucks their shit up. Yeah, like, <laughs> he yeah. literally roasts two of them. I, I was know. like, this got dark. I forgot about that. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, the crime. This is part of the thing where they always do where they would like, every, every one of these prequels, they're like, look at this power R2 has. That he never yeah. illustrated <laughs> any other point in the movies, but I mean, He's okay, like I, I love R two D two. Star Wars universe. He does, yeah. It's like He's throwing giving his him chest. new powers. Like, oh, what else can he do? He's like, he, he's gonna punch this guy in the nose with the yeah. bolt. Because he's now cool. He's got now he's like a Bond car, and he's got yeah. oil that he just spills yeah. all over the place. Uh -huh. Spare oil, which okay. is clearly bad. Because you see, how and dark do you it question is? the like, Bond car? Yes. No. I question everything. That's part of my problem. R two D is cool. He's he's unquestionably cool. He's cool, um, but he keeps getting new powers. I waited for him to have ice There's no breath. argument. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we should move forward, otherwise we're going to be here till I, I want to ask, But I want to ask one question. Okay. Do you think, because there's that moment where they get caught in those shields, right? And yeah. Anakin's right. like, I pick patience or whatever. Do you think, because, do you think they meant to get caught? Because they say that, they have that weird line, they're like, we're smarter than this. Why did we get caught in this? And then yeah. when they get to the bridge, they have like a whole like spiel that they're giving to Grievous, right? Like, like oh we're don't mess it up Anakin we're here for something so did they mean to get caught and brought in front of Grievous like in that moment to no. try to take him out I no I right? never thought so Kelsey what do you think definitely not I was gonna say I never thought so either because I I find like it is something that happens though in Star Wars it happens in Phantom Menace as well um, with Qui Gon like they they get caught a lot and then they they solve the problem so I think like. It, it is kind of a nod to the fact that they get caught in these situations and they're like, we're Jedi. Right. Yeah. We're, we'll get out of this. Don't you worry. <laughs> and like, the the, you know, are, you're like, okay, good. Mm -hmm. They're going to live. The, Je the Jedi just are consistently failing upwards in these yes, films. They are. It's it's actually kind yeah, of amazing that's the, that's that they've the been put into movie. power. 
Yeah. And we've talked about this right for the other movies, right? Which is that <laughs> I think George Lucas is trying to say something about like institutional power and these people who yeah. were originally meant to stand for one thing, but then sort of like lost their way along the way. But he's just so he's in he's not good at telling those kind of stories. Like he's just not good at writing the dialogue that supports you, that Palpatine story. says it 70 times yeah, exactly. in this movie. <laughs> oh yeah. You didn't get it? The best way to deliver a message is to have a character say it out loud. Um so the end of this like opening, right? They go back to Coruscant, there's this whole thing with like um, you know, Obi-Wan's like, you go talk to the press. Like, I don't want to deal with it. Like, you're you're the you're the one who has to deal with that shit. Yeah. Like, if you want to be Leave the political Anakin behind. If you want to be the political guy, you have fun. They have a, like a nice little exchange between each other and he goes to do his thing. Um, and then I just every time it happened in this movie, I wrote in giant letters, Ugh, love dialogue. Because <laughs> we get a scene between Anakin and Padme that is somehow worse than the scenes in Attack of the Clones. Wait, Kelsey, can you honestly tell me there is an ounce of single chemistry I'm sorry. between these two actors? First of all, <laughs> first of all, Justin, <laughs> my big note here, Anakin holding Padme, okay? Anakin says, I don't care if they know we're married. Oh, amazing. Truly the hottest thing. Doesn't care. The best line of the movie, I think. I think it's because he's all horned up. It's yeah. very obvious that he's, he's yeah. really searching for some. Uh, and he doesn't care. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He went to war and he came back mm -hmm. and then he sees his, his banging wife. <laughs> she looks gorgeous. <laughs> the first scene okay. where Padme the walks on the screen, she looks like a broad. <laughs> She's so hot. If I were Anakin and I saw her hiding behind the pole, I would be like, sorry, King of Alderaan, gotta fucking go. I mean, that's the first thing we'll agree on is she things. was looking she's looking great. Yeah. Uh, big big fan of she Natalie Portman. Um and then costumers Beautiful. did A plus job. Yes. Uh, but but after This he's, whole movie she looks fantastic. I agree. After he, he gets dehorned and she's like, hey, you know how you're feeling real mm -hmm. hot and heavy? Something great's happened. I'm preggers. And he's like, oh, mm -hmm. uh, this is a happy moment. Yeah. This is yeah. great. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, not selling it well. And then he's he's come down from being horned up from coming back from war. And he's rational brain. He's like, we do have to be careful. And then they're hugging. And then in the background, you could see 15 different people in their line of sight <laughs> yes. watching them embrace. They're, I'm like, yes, they're behind we have a column. to be careful. No, they're not. At that point, they're in open sight of everyone in the background. I'm like, yeah. this wasn't a great shot for them yeah. to pick. It would be like if I was dialogue. like, oh, I'm going to go to have my secret affair, and I went like this in the camera. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's essentially tucked, what it was. Just moved the off the right not a little even, bit. Not off camera, just tucked no. in the corner a tucked little bit. Tucked in the corner of the camera. Oh, and again, I would say that the, this movie's biggest problem I mean, this dialogue is terrible, and they have no chemistry. And they have no chemistry. It is it is have, an Oscar-winning actress, yeah, acting mm -hmm. with a piece of cardboard. Yes. <laughs> <Who has> lines. <laughs> Look, Anakin is just a giant honest. himbo. He's just a giant himbo. <laughs> yes, but like just, he, it, he, go ahead, Bobby. He doesn't have any have any chemistry, and they have this whole like tortured love like thing going on where they're trying to portray right. 
Oh, and she's like, you know, mm-hmm. even even Attack of the Clones, and then in here, I feel like I'm dying every day. Is like is like the like essential like message of this. This is terrible. What are we gonna do yeah. if you get caught? Like I'm not gonna be able to be a senator anymore. You're not gonna be a judge anymore. Our lives are gonna be ruined. And then on a dime, she goes, Annie, I have some wonderful news. <laughs> I'm pregnant. <laughs> I wanted to say that I think that Obi-Wan and R2 have a lot more chemistry than Anakin and Padme have. And I'm saying that unironically. Yeah. Here's the thing about these prequel movies, right? The the overall concept and story arc of An- of Anakin is one that's I think very believable. Like to fall in love and to turn away from what you know and, and to have like these like betraying thoughts yeah, over love, right? That could have been betrayed and uh, portrayed in these movies so much more because it's a believable thing. It could have been portrayed in a way where you're like, I totally buy this. But watching yeah. the two of them together, it's just like, it's just, it's almost like you're talking to yourself in a mirror, like practicing your lines. <laughs> like everything is so yeah. stilted and doesn't have any warmth at all. And even the no. fake warmth that he's trying to convey, it's the best day of my life. It's like someone has a gun to the back of his head yeah. while he's saying it. I have an argument. Okay, bring Please. it on. Okay. Me. Jedi are taught not to show emotion. Okay? So he's doing his very best to control the insane amount, insane amount of love that he has for Padme ever since he was six years old. He's loved this woman. And as a Jedi, he's taught to keep it inside. So that's why it comes out awkward when he, sp- when, when he speaks. That he's not a good because, actor. <laughs> no, he's actually the greatest actor because he's making you think that they, that, this is, this is incredible. That they don't have chemistry. <laughs> he's making you think that they don't have chemistry just like he's making everybody else think that they don't have chemistry uh, sure. yep. I'll, I'll buy it's that meta. explanation you, you just don't understand I'll buy that explanation if the lack of chemistry was only in that scene and not in their scenes where they were alone together no it has to be all everyone. the time he has to commit oh wow. no he has to I've commit because if he it. lets it go when they're alone I, I then would, how can he handle it when they're in I person I would buy this argument if Anakin's whole whole personality is I I don't want to do what the council says. I want to be my own person. So like that's why I don't I don't I don't buy your meta your meta excuse though. I think it's a very good try. It was an extremely good try that I've never an, heard before. An excellent try. Is a terrible it's actor. It's the truth, but whatever. Um, so Kelsey, <laughs> speaking of just to let you if you want to talk about it, like the next scene we see him without a shirt on. So I don't know if you want to speak to this. Oh my god, I know. <laughs> a little sweaty. A, a little, little sweaty. sweaty. <laughs> Guys. When I was 11, I was obviously in love with Anakin, right? Then he has a dream about his overwhelming love for his wife. He's freaking out. She's about to die. He's shirtless. I'm like, this is too much emotions for me to handle. And as I sat here two days ago as a 28-year-old, I felt the same. I was like, wow, this was too, this is too much to handle. And also, going back to how good Padme looks, another great scene, the costume design for Padme in this movie. She looks like a fucking ethereal angel. It's true. Natalie Portman is gorgeous. She looks so good. She looks so good, but she obviously does not want to be in this movie because she is... She is... What? She's terrible in these scenes. And Natalie Portman is generally a very good actor. She's great. She's terrible in these scenes. 
like Oscar winning actress and Oscar winning well actress. Deserved yes, very well deserved. Roles. Um uh, Hayden Christensen won a Canadian award. Okay. Hayden Christensen can I just say show? something? Hayden Christensen is not a terrible actor. He's not. Like he's been in movies in which he has been good. Um but in this movie he is terrible. <laughs> and all of these like I just I just don't buy like he's not good at showing an internal struggle happening within his like within his psyche you know um mm -hmm. i mean we do learn right that or he wants you to believe apparently the audience <laughs> the, he knows the cameras are there we turn out he's just the ultimate wife guy like that is like all he is right is like <laughs> he's like number one wife guy like that is who he is you say um, in the movies later when luke finds out that that's his dad he's like <laughs> My dad was a wife guy. Yeah. Made him Darth Vader. I just like imagine Obi Wan saying that. That's why I never you, took you, a wife. Your dad's downfall. Your dad's your dad's downfall. Wife guy. Was a wife guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, we learned that he has this vision that Padme is going to die, and he has like this like you know he believes it 100 percent to be true because it reminds him of the, the the dreams he had of his mom when she ended up dying. Again, like as Justin said before. That setup believable, right? It, it, the the plot details of that scenario are very believable, right? He had bad dreams; they came true. He's having bad dreams again, so why not believe that they were going to actually come true? Makes total sense. Um, I don't buy any of it acting wise, but the the idea of it, you know, makes sense. Um, and and then we get this, like you know, we get we get our first scene. I believe this first is the scene that comes with um, the. The chancellor where he kind of tells him like you're gonna be my like my guy on the my inside uh, guy my, insi my guy on the jedi council spy yeah um and these couple of scenes like these scenes actually do a relatively good job of illustrating why anakin would sort of go down the road he ends up going down in some ways because he gets a lot of support and like affection from palpatine and nothing mm -hmm. but distrust and like coldness seemingly from the council right and they don't trust him especially mace, mace yeah mace, mace windu hates mace. him for whatever reason mace windu yes. hates him i'm sorry that attitude <laughs> get it checked uh, i was shocked I, I was like okay i i i agree that the council's pretty cold and mace windu is especially coldest it's uh, outrageous but i think like yeah. The other part. The Another other good one-liner. It's unfair. <laughs> it's unfair. It's unfair. But Nothing makes you sound more like a Jedi master. We grant crying. You this is on this council, but not the rank of master. What? You can't do <laughs> what? It's outrageous. <laughs> That's the best line. That's Actually, the you're delivering with line way too much emotion. You're yeah. you're trying to deliver it with way too much emotion, Justin. Yeah. He says, "This is outrageous. It's unfair." This is like a little, little raise. Unfair. Uh, Was it Tommy, like, Tommy okay, Wiseau? We nailed it. No. Tommy Wiseau. Yeah, basically. He basically is. Um, <gasps> Justin, that was one of my notes. No, it was not. <laughs> but I said, the this acting is like the room. Yes. Oh, no. You're tearing me apart. <laughs> but now you're ripping on Tommy Wiseau. That you're tearing me apart, Lisa. There's some real emotion in that. Oh, my um, God. Best line. But I feel Absolutely. like... Like I didn't say it was a bad thing. The the chancellor just keeps giving away the game with everything he uh -huh. does and every way that he acts. And Anakin just is 
face blind and yeah. can't hear inflections in voice or mm-hmm. even really can't hear words because he's basically spelling out everything he's doing as he's doing it. And he's like, oh, OK, that's the council as he's like explaining. This is what I'm doing right now to yeah. you. He's like, yeah. people that have power want to keep it. I'm about to get more power in the Senate. It's like, oh, it's the council. It's like, OK. All yeah. right, you're hopeless. He's All right, just, just put on this. Yeah. Like, at that point, he's like, he's. I've taken government classes by the time I was 20. I understood plenty. Well, at this point, I, <laughs> I think he's, he's under what I would assume at this point is he's starting to come under whatever uh, Palpatine's spell. Like, yeah, he's like so he's, manipulated. He's, he's being manipulated by the dream, so he's not in his right frame of mind. He gets that clarity yeah. later and then chooses to go against it anyway. Yeah, um, but, but like, I, like I, I, I would say like at this point, he's just been like over the years manipulated to the point where he's not really listening yeah. to the message. Yeah, he's just listening to the words that are being spoken to him. Yeah, but not count. Yeah, like, I, I wrote down. Yeah, that these scenes work. Like I think these scenes work in parallel with each other. I think like everything else in the movie, right? They're 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 hitting you with a hammer, right? It, it, everything is a hammer. With in, in, in these movies, yeah. like there is no subtlety, but whatever, even, right. even in that context, these scenes work relatively well, I, I think. And um, you also see like, you know, you I think also you're meant to see also the hip- hypocrisy in the Jedi because they're also like they make all these like decrease Anakin that he can't do this and he can't do that and he can't do this. While like all of them are are doing those things themselves, but just like. You know they're already in the, the their position, so they don't have to answer to anybody. You know, so I think like yeah. I think that that stuff works relatively well, and I think these are one of the few moments in these movies that the message of of what what is driving Anakin to become who he ends up becoming um, right. works. But like I said earlier, the problem we'll talk about this when we get to these moments as they come up. The movie can't decide what Anakin's motivation is and wh- and why he's going to do what he's going to do. He 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 vacillates wildly, like between. Yeah what his motivations are. And and in this moment, it makes sense. I want to save two things. This man who is, who has like helped me since I was a child, I was a scared child alone on this planet. He's helped me. He's continuing to help me. He wants to see me succeed. And these people who are supposed to be my, my mentors and my friends seem to treat me with disdain. So you you start to see this, sow the seeds of distrust there, which make you know complete and total sense it also doesn't um, help that they ask him they ask yeah, but anakin to go against the jedi code and do something off the books yeah that was like one of yeah, those it, things it, absolutely like, it's meant to it's like you said sow seeds that the jedi aren't also on the up and up yeah and palpatine knows this is going to happen right he obviously knows that they're going to ask this question so he knows if he starts he starts seeding doubt that the the thing because that's what the best liars do right they use a little bit of truth and then, then also their lies seem like they're right. So in those moments, and McDermott, opposite of the scenes in the beginning we're talking about, is much better here. He's being much more yes. manipulative, much more measured. The, yeah. the actor that he actually is, which is a very good actor, is coming out here, right? He's playing these scenes against this wooden board himbo, but but they're working because he, you know, he's he's good at what he's doing. Is this um, is this the part? No, we're not there yet. When he but, talks about um, Darth Darth Plagius or whatever. Yeah. We're not there. Yeah, yet. no, we're not yeah, there not yet. yet. That's okay. a little bit later. That's a little bit later. That no. scene is underlined in my things that are good, like section of, of the of the of the movie. But like this, so this seed works for me, and I think there's some interesting like 
like very like classic sort of like, you know, Greek tragedy stuff happening in some places. Like when Obi-Wan comes to him and kind of tells him like what they need him to do, he he says like, I'm on your side, but he doesn't, he kind of is towing the, like the company the line. line, right? He's yeah. kind of saying like, you have to do this. And then like five minutes later, he's talking to Obi, he's talking to Yoda and Mace Windu and he's like, we can trust Anakin. He's a great. He's a. He's a great guy. I trust him with my life. Yeah. You should have just said this to Anakin when you were giving but, him the assignment. Yeah. But but in fairness, he does say it to him. He does. Before yes. they send him off for Grievous. And true. And like he tells him everything that true. That he's getting from the Chancellor, but without any of the weird undertones. Yeah. Like he's like <laughs> yes. we've been and. and we we're talking about how he's built this trust with the Chancellor. He's like, oh, this is the guy that's looked out for for his kid. Well, Obi-Wan has been literally by his side since he was a small child, training him mm -hmm. to the point where both but of them agree that they're inseparable and they're basically brothers. And then he just throws that away, even after he gets the validation that he's seeking from the person he's seeking it from. Yeah. Uh, Kelsey, what did you want to say? Okay. In Phantom Menace, when he mm -hmm. is a literal child... They're, they're saying he's too young, he can't join us, and, blah, 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 blah. and he's just standing there in the circle, taking it. He's taking it. Even Obi-Wan, he's like, what, this is a fucking kid. Why are we taking him on? <laughs> they start as children, you know? So Anakin, he, you know, that affects someone mentally, okay? And then the second thing is that Obi-Wan is still a Jedi, right? Which Anakin is. But Obi-Wan would be like, yo, like, Palpatine's not a good guy. And if you... You're 20 and you're like, this guy is talking shit about my other best friend. <laughs> you're going to defend your other best friend. Okay. And Obi-Wan and Anakin have this conversation where Anakin is admitting his mistakes. Anakin is like well aware of like the mistakes he's making and like the outwardly thinking of the struggles that he's having mm -hmm. internally. He's not a thinker. He's a speaker. Yes. You know? Yeah. Definitely so, not a thinker. That's 100% true. <laughs> He's a poet. We'll agree, we'll agree on that. Not a thinker. 100%. Definitely but, not. Like, I just think, like, Anakin, Anakin is still, like, he, he, he's 20 years old, fine. But, like, since he was, like, six, first of all, never fit in. You know, he was always too old for the younglings. And then it's like everybody's shitting on him. And also, he's he always to kill them later. Them later. <laughs> I didn't say that was a reason for him to kill know, them later. I, I just said he never belonged. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he really, he so really he lets has them have this it, internal though. struggle. Yeah. yeah. That's the saddest fucking scene. I cried. He kills a little boy who looks like him when he was a little boy. Yeah. <laughs> And that did not go past my 11-year-old no. mind. I was like, this is poetic. No, this, this is poetic. And that, um, that boy sorry, does more with his one line of dialogue and his one <laughs> step back of him going Beautiful. at him than Hayden Christensen Beautiful. did this entire film. <laughs> oh, I man. felt it. Like, mm -hmm. I felt it in my chest when that kid took a half step back. I'm like, he knows he is doomed. And that's more than Hayden Christensen did the entire film. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, you're insulting him. <laughs> yeah, it's, oh, like he never it's gonna wins. be a theme. It's gonna yeah. be a theme. Anakin never wins. <laughs> no, this is specifically Hayden Christensen, not Anakin. Um, <laughs> just, they never win. So, <laughs> so at this point, then we do get right. We, we we get another scene between Padme and 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 Anakin, which is another terrible another terrible scene. <laughs> And every one of their, by the way, every one of their scenes in this movie is the same scene. It's the same yep. scene. Yeah, it's horrible. Every single time. It's horrible. That's one of my hatreds. It's just, it's just, 
um, oh, everyone's against me. Um, the, mm-hmm. Everything is terrible. No. I just want to protect you. And then yes, you go, no, Annie, everything is fine. We love yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. It's the, the whole movie. Obi-Wan would never. <laughs> the, the whole yeah. movie. Well, he, he also vacillates think... widely between like, like I, I'm saving Obi-Wan's life. I'll never leave him. He's my brother to why are you talking to Obi-Wan? You're yeah. my woman. You know, like, that's at the yeah. end. That's when he's really struggling. That's at the end. That's, so let's talk about something for a second, just because we're on this conversation of Obi Wan yeah. and then the two of them. How does Obi Wan not know, or does Obi Wan know? Does Obi Wan knows? Know? I think he knows. Obi Wan knows for sure. Yeah. He knew when they were six. Yeah, uh, yeah. He, he I think there. he knows. <laughs> there, there's uh, speaking yeah. not kind of you know out of like the movie verse or whatever. There's stuff that happens in like the. Other stuff like the Clone Wars and stuff like that that definitely like communicates that Obi Wan is it, it pretty much knows and kind of lets them sort of like do whatever they want and then he gives her that like everything is Obi Wan's fault sick burn Just, at the end of, of the fucking that cold ass line at the end, at the, at the end of the oh. movie oh the uh, the the he's the father I'm sorry yeah, it's like oh, I'm so sorry God, and then just damn. walks out of the room. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, like, we'll get to that. Like the, we'll get oh my God, that was that yeah. was cold as ice. So we get that scene and then we get. The the scene. Well, first of all, we get the scene of the whatever it is the 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 water opera, the Final Fantasy X Blitzball game or whatever that the, the Emperor's watching, um, the Palpatine is watching. Cirque de Soleil. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. I've only heard great yeah. things. Yeah. Um, and then we get like what I think is one of the better scenes in like the entire like run of these movies, the prequels. Which is this like Darth Plagueis the Wise sort of like tale? It's not a story Again, the Jedi would Anakin's tell. Anakin's a himbo. Anakin's a himbo. He does not realize what everyone else realizes, which is that Palpatine is talking He's about dumb. himself. He's very dumb. Um, very, very dumb. Yeah. Is it possible to learn this power? <laughs> yeah. He tells him everything. He says yeah. he's like, he couldn't, all that power to save other people, but he couldn't yeah. save himself. <laughs> and then Anakin's like, can I learn this power? It's yeah. like, wait, did you miss the entire story? He's like, he's perfect. This yeah. is my new apprentice. He's so dumb. Yeah. But this is one of those things, right? This is one of those things that the original three movies did so well. Um, which is to, with a few lines, build out like a universe that you never see that you're interested in seeing, right? Like, who is this guy? What is the world in which, you know, uh, Palpatine grew up and learned to be this, whatever, all of that stuff is, it it sets up your mind going, and that's what Star Wars has always been great at doing when it's at its best, is firing off off your imagination about like, Okay, I'm seeing this, but what is this stuff they're talking about? You know, and right. and I think that scene is great for that way. I think McDermott is really good in that scene as well. Um, but man, like, and I get it. Anakin's dumb; he doesn't realize what he's talking about. But this is again him seeding this idea, right? Of a, I know that you know the Jedi sent you to spy on me, um, and b, like, I know how to fix the the problem that is most central to your journey in this movie, right? Which is that you're afraid your wife's gonna die and I have the answer for people who you love, you know, who are gonna die. Nowhere in Anakin's like, you know, brain does he think like, this guy could be lying to me. Never, even when- He trusts him. Yes, but even later, when he's literally shooting lightning out of his hands, 
and he looks like a little frog demon. He's, he he's healing Samuel Jackson. <laughs> Does he not ever think, this guy might be lying to me about being able to save my wife? Um, but but this that, scene- That was a no. big problem. That yeah. scene is so problematic. And like within making the movie believable as far as the characters mm. and his development and how he devolves into- being Darth Vader, that scene is terrible. Yeah. Um. So, uh, if it's okay, can I dive into that scene really quick? You talking? Uh, are you wait, talking about later there, when not there we, yet. when he actually cuts off like Mace's arm and everything? You're talking about that scene. Let's really let, let's get there. Let's get there. That's going to be a big discussion. That's going to probably be the one. Of the, oh yeah. The biggest deep dive of the entire thing. So okay. Um, like you said, we have Obi-Wan, <laughs> Obi-Wan, like, um, is leaving, and then you said, Mark, he tells him all the nice things that he was going to tell him. Yep. And in this moment, again, where this is where Anakin, Anakin doesn't seem like he doesn't appreciate it or doesn't believe it. He believes what Obi-Wan is saying to him. You get this idea that Obi-Wan means a lot to him, right? So Sometimes. Um, sometimes. Oh, except when he wants to be a little angry... <laughs> like be yeah, yeah it's not fair <laughs> um means a lot to him and, and i think like that like i, I think that scene works and then obi-wan goes off to go fight general grievous obviously palpatine knew this was going to happen he wanted obi-wan out of the picture because obi-wan is the only thing that sort of like anchors anakin that keeps anakin. Yeah, yeah. To, to like the good stuff not even his like apparently the, the the woman he loves like his wife can't do it obi-wan is the only one who anchors him to like Anchors him to. I'm gonna, I'm gonna speak. I'm gonna give more credit than than George Lucas deserves for this. But anchors him to what 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 Anakin's life could have been had Qui Gon Jinn not died in Phantom Menace, right? Like I, I, yeah. and I think a lot of this story, right, is like, you know, Obi Wan was never supposed to be the one that trained him. Obi Wan wasn't ready to train him. Qui Gon would have been like his dad, and Obi Wan ended up being like his brother, right? And he didn't need a brother. He needed a dad, and that's where Palpatine stepped in and sort of like took over that role and kind of shaped exactly. him as a, as a person. Um, that's what the movie is trying to say. Again, I don't think it's reflected very well in like the actual moment to moment writing and dialogue um, of, right. of, of, of of the scenes. Um, we, we actually get off world, we're off of Coruscant for like the first time in the entire movie. We leave Coruscant, we see some sick ass, tall vampire looking aliens who are like, uh, I guess good guys. Um, and we kind of let Obi-Wan know, like, hey, they're here, let's, let's do your thing. Obi-Wan plays his little tricks, you know, um, and, and we get our, uh, um, is this when we get, yes, we get our hello there, hello there. moment. The greatest line in all of, <laughs> uh, cinema history. <laughs> There's been memes um, to death. Yes, and I will bring up, again, like, what was the last two episodes, Hugh McGregor, is a delight and he's a delight at all moments at all times he understands the assignment and he brings more to the movie than the movie gives him to gives him right i think so, this is like you and this is you and mcgregor at like the height of obi-wan right like obi-wan is a fully realized at this point jedi master and yes like yes he knows Look at that <laughs> glorious beard he has a I glorious mean, it, beard it's a fucking great beard but and, like, he, and he like has that like way of like 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 great. stroking it. That's God. yeah, yeah. It's so, mm -hmm. so soft. <laughs> but like when he jumps down there and he's like, "There's about 200 guys down there." Hello there. Not fucking yeah. jumps down. Hello there. I'm gonna kill all of you. Like that's awesome. <laughs> oh, you got yeah. seven yeah. lightsabers? No, I'm gonna fucking kill you anyway. Yeah. Um. 
you know, so again, he he takes care of Grievous like relatively easily. Um, like the oh, kind of a, on, they have wait, a, like wait, a train. Gotta... I still think it was a it was a good scene. It is a, no, it's a fun scene. Like, I still think it's a good. Yeah, fight. it is a good yeah. fight. For the audience, but... I'm I'm sitting back in the audience watching that and being like, once I see the lightsaber is like spinning, I'm like, well, this is bad. Like I, mm-hmm. I've never seen this before. I'm sorry, I thought that was the coolest shit. I ever. I thought it was <laughs> well, pretty cool uh, at the time too. Yeah. Rewinding back to what Bobby was saying earlier about how, like, you don't get any backstory on Grievous, they kind of squeeze it in like he's like the boss of like a, a video game in like the 90s. He's like, you fool. I've been taught the Jedi ways by Count Dooku. That's why <laughs> you know I have all these lightsabers. Ooh. That is a you are 100 percent right there. That is 100. Yeah. That is video game exposition by a boss. You fool! Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yep. That's basically what happened. Like, it's, it was crazy. It's like, you know, at the beginning of a fighting game, like, a story moment, they have, like, two, like, the two character portraits come up, and there's, like, the dialogue yeah. going, and the one says, You fool! I was trained by Count Dooku to be a Jedi! Um, yeah. But you have a cool fight, and there's, like, that, you know, like... The uh, fight's cool. And, like, we'll do a prize cool. open his chest and then shoots him with the blaster or whatever, and we get, like, the, you know, so uncivilized, like, you know, mm-hmm. moment, which is great. Um, and, and I like all that stuff. Like, I think that the actual action scene is, is good, right? And, and sort of, like, mixed with this, then we get, like, the, back on Coruscant, we get, like, the full, the full reveal, right? The full, like, literally, like, Palpatine has to grab Anakin by the face and be like, I am a Sith! It's me! Do you not understand? <laughs> I am the one who has been behind everything. Um, and I will help, and if you join me and also be bad, I will help you save your wife, essentially, yep. you know, is, is what he tells him. And this is, again, here... And would you not? But here's the thing. Would you not be bad to save your wife? Here's the thing. Anakin's response to this is like pure and absolute anger, right? He feels betrayed by Palpatine. He feels like... And mm-hmm. in that moment, like, I read nothing. Again, this is not. This is because Hayden Christensen is not very good in these movies. I read no, no, conf- no confliction from him in this moment. Like I, I, he it feels like I am going to no, like you lied to me. I'm going, I'm going to the Jedi. And then he gives his little like silver tongue, like worm tongue. Like, you know, if they, they're going to try to kill me and if they kill me, you'll never save your wife. You know, like that whole thing, which sort of like mm-hmm. sets up this idea of if Anakin's going to turn, it's gonna only be not because he wants to, not because he, he 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 has any thirst for power or any like any any sort of like um, maliciousness towards uh, other Jedi. It's because he just wants to save the woman he loves, and he'll go along with anything to do that. Going back to what Justin said earlier, a believable scenario, but that is not how the movie plays out. What Hayden Christensen does. Uh, what yeah. Anakin does in 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 the in these final scenes, he goes to Mace and Mace like is like, oh, what? He's the Sith Lord, which again, Jedi deserve to be just exterminated. They're also idiots. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I found myself saying the, the same thing. Yeah. Because <laughs> doesn't like, wait doesn't the, the, they? I mean, they were suspecting of Palpatine, but they they couldn't nail it down. But they didn't know he was right. a Sith. They thought he was just like it's, a power-hungry mm, politician. It, yeah, yeah. It right. it's more. Yeah, it's more that he wanted to get rid of the Jedi. Yeah. But Dooku like tells, it, it's not like from a Sith perspective. It's like from a leader. Dooku mm. tells Obi Wan, "What have I told you that a Sith is in control of the Senate? 
And Obi-Wan's like, yeah, mm -hmm. right. And then he goes back and tells that to the council. And they're yeah. like, well, that can't be true. This Palpatine guy, <laughs> But they're though. stupid. That's the whole point of this movie, Justin. Yeah. They're idiots. Yeah. I mean, the whole like the whole point of the whole trilogy is that the Jedi are waning in power. They've lost their like real influence. And they're yeah. all these things they're doing are very like being generals in a war, doing all this stuff is not the stuff that the Jedi are supposed to do, yeah. but they're doing anything they possibly yeah. can to stay relevant, right? That's what that's what they're doing. So when Palpatine says people people will do anything to hold on to their power, he's not being completely dishonest about what he's talking about. Just the, yeah. the length the Jedi are willing to go are not like the lengths that he is like, he is he is you know like making Anakin believe they will go. Though right. I, I never believe for a second that Anakin actually thinks the Jedi want to take over the Republic. You know, like right. and and and, he has and that so line, though at some point when he's talking to Padme about um, where he says like you sound like a separatist. Where, that's, yeah, that's after yeah, he, that's, that's after he kills the right. kids. Okay, so I, I, I thought <laughs> I, I, I couldn't remember when that line came up. Yeah, yeah, that's after he kills the kids. Um, so oh, that's the demarcation so there. That line, but, killing yeah, children. But, yeah, we've now crossed it. So, so Mace goes like, okay, back, like, this is surprising, but we're gonna go take care of this. You stay here. It's too dangerous for you. And but that's that's another thing. It they have. A, this is one of my notes. Samuel Jackson is a shit starter. Yes. He is. Yeah. He, nobody nobody cares about his fucking lack of patience <laughs> at all. He 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 is one of the Jedi that has the least amount of patience. Uh -huh. Nobody mentions that. Yeah. None. And Anakin feels excluded. All he wants to do is do a good job. He wants to be praised. He doesn't have parents. Okay, so here he, he wants praised, someone to tell him that he's doing prior, a good a good job. That, he got Redmark. told he was doing a good job by his two different daddy stand-ins. <laughs> I actually he's getting praise from everyone around him. Like but, once in this but, scene, but all very, the time he's excluded. <laughs> yeah. In this scene, That's I think Samuel Jackson actually does this scene pretty well, where he says, "No, you mm -hmm. stay here." And if he left it at that, I could totally buy it. I have Anakin being yeah. like, "No, I have to go." He says, "You stay here. If what you have told me is true, you have gained my trust. But you are too close yep. to this. Stay away." which is a 100% yeah. the right thing to say. He's giving him validation and he's saying, you're too he, close to Anakin this. Anakin is 20. Yes, but he's like... Yeah, but he's supposed to be wise. And then that answers why you're not a Jedi master. Is but you're he's too, not supposed to be wise. The whole the whole trilogy shows that he's dumb. <laughs> yes, but, They know I mean, he's dumb. This is what I don't understand. Was saying, intentional. Though, what you were saying, though, was that um, Samuel Jackson... Like in the all other scenes in this movie, treats Anakin like shit. Where in this, he actually doesn't he treat does. him like shit. I think he treats him like an equal, and he's saying like, if what you mm -hmm. if what you said is true, you'll have gained my trust, but you can't come. You're too close to this. You have to stay. Uh, he's also, twenty years old. But I, I, no, no, but I want to pop if in he's here. Twenty. The first the first thing he says, he validates him. He says, "Okay, we're gonna check this out." Not like, "No, you're wrong." Again, he says, "He's a, yeah, he's but a check set. it out he without him, him. Are you right? No, but he says. Uh, are you sure of this? I he think says, you guys Absolutely. are defending the wrong he says, side. We're going to have to go. No, he says, we're going to dispatch immediately on the thing you just told us. And we're going to take multiple Jedi with us. Just not you because you're too close to it. He's literally saying everything you say, I'm taking seriously and investigating okay. immediately. No problem. So imagine you're 20 <laughs> years old. And well, you are, you're almost, you're a little bit of a rebel. You're a little bit, you're a little bit wild. And someone tells you, no, don't come. This thing that you just told me, I'm going to go make sure it's correct. It doesn't matter what you said. I'm going to go make sure it's correct. And then if it's okay, then I'll come back. 
But even you stay here because you're a little child. And you're 20 years old. You're going to be like, fuck no, dude. Even when I'm I was coming. 20? And thank God Anakin did. Thank God. Because what was Mace Windu about to do? Thank God. Thank God Anakin to, came. Because Anakin to argued save to take everyone. Palpatine to the Senate. He was going to save everyone. But, yeah. If, if, if Anakin, Anakin had a if true Anakin moment. Get there. Yeah. If Anakin doesn't show up, everything's fine. We literally saved for sure, six, for six sure. movies of but what I'm saying, <laughs> But what I'm saying is that Samuel L. Jackson wasn't acting very rational. He wasn't acting like a Jedi. Anakin was the one that's like, no, he has to stand trial. That's the way of the Jedi. Okay, so now we're and there. Samuel right, Jackson's we're, like, no. no. Okay, so now like, we fast okay, forward okay. to okay. the part where Anakin's there. <laughs> Let me, wait, just give me one second and then we'll get there. Because <laughs> I want to say something because I'm like, I'm like, yeah. I'm going to have to defend Kelsey's position on this. But for a different I'm, I'm reason. For but it. for a different reason. Go. Go. And I think May saying to him, you're too close to this. You should stay here for your own safety, I think is like a completely rational and correct thing to do. And something that I think like if he was streaming legal, that's what he would have said. But the other half of that is the thing that makes it really shitty. Which he says to him, if this is true... You will have earned yeah. my trust. He doesn't believe him. What has Anakin done since he was a baby to not exactly, gain Bobby. their trust throughout this one? All he's done is fight for them. What has Anakin done? And, 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 and win wars for them and do whatever for them. And May still carries this thing of like, you haven't done enough for, for me to, for me to trust you. So like that exactly. is the part for me. Anakin's sh shot on. That is, that is shitty. Like I, I think Mace... Exactly. Mace's whole like, and again, this is kind of part of that like Greek tragedy sort of like, like, uh, like, you know, um, concept, which is that the more you try to stop the thing from happening that you fear happening, the most likely, more likely it's going to happen. Right. So by saying this stuff to Anakin, by telling it, because if he actually said Anakin, just, yeah, come on, let's go. And Anakin had seen the whole thing play out. And it could be like, oh yeah, definitely. Like he should probably, but he sees the important part play he out. He does, which I think again, right in front of him. This is the part which is which is like drives me over insane. The bodies of his other Jedi com yes. comrades, and it's just like, no, yeah. stop, stop. Yeah, I need oh. him. So uh, the moment, a... <laughs> the moment that Anakin, the moment Anakin arrives, right? Yeah. At at the the, the Senate after Mace Windu, first of all. It's a terrible, terrible fight. It's a terribly choreographed fight. And never in any moment do I believe that Palpatine can wield a lightsaber with any sort of efficiency. Like, I, well, I, like no, I'm surprised it took that long for Mace Windu. noises. Yes. <laughs> Although, in, in fairness, early on in that fight, he goes three for three. He makes three sword swipes and he, he kills three Jedi, which is amazing. That's yeah, a, that's three a, Jedi a, masters, a, too. Like, three no. Jedi masters on the council. Stop. Yeah. Like, three swipes. Like, it's clean yeah. slow motion. <laughs> yeah. You're um, supposed to be good at this. It's almost like watching yeah. the way the, the note that I had made that it, it looked like when um, when Putin was playing hockey and the other <laughs> Jedi's were like the goalies. Like, oh, I don't want. Yeah. You know, wow, you scored, amazing. Yeah, he doesn't use any sort of like crazy Sith power. He just he like he does that crazy like Psycho Crusher jump, and then he lands yep. and just kind of goes like slow swing, stab, stab. stab. They don't even move. Swipe. And also, Mace just kind of watches it happen. He's like, huh? <laughs> yeah. Um, but well, it's like, but um, so, but what's that? What was that game? It was a, oh, it's a Ubisoft joint. It's for honor where it's, uh, uh, it's very polite to wait your turn to jump into a battle. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, um, interesting. So, <laughs> so, so, um, Mace beats him, right? And we, we've, we, we have, again, I'll give them props for this. We have precedent for this, right? We've always heard that Mace Windu is like the best lightsaber, the best warrior in the Jedi Order, right? So he kicks his ass, he knocks that lightsaber out, out the window, and then he is going to arrest him. He is like, yep. He is like, you're gonna stand trial, like whatever. He basically says that to him. Anakin he, hears yep. him he say sees, it. He sees it. He sees, he sees it. He literally it says, no! You are under yes! arrest, my lord. He's present for when he says that. Uh, yes. And then for when the yeah, lightning but... shoots out of his hands yes. at Mace Windu. Yes. He's he... present. Anakin is present for all of this. Yes. Um, and then so you get the sense that, like, right, like so. Th and then again, we have this moment where the movie doesn't know. George Lucas can't decide why Anakin is going to do what he's going to do. So he's just going to throw every single reason yeah. out <laughs> and, and, and hope the audience goes like, oh, of course, this one makes sense. So exactly. So he goes like, yeah. pick one. I'm old. I'm feeble. I'm whatever. Like, I'm going to die. Anakin, you'll never save Padme if I'm dead. Anakin, I told you the Jedi want to take over, right? <laughs> This is after he's trying to kill Mace Windu, after Mace Windu has- He's has... still actively yep. trying to kill him as yeah. he's saying yep. this. Yeah, yeah, By the yeah, way, yeah. he yep. says, I'm too yeah. weak as lightning is still shooting out of his hands. <laughs> yeah. The thing that he has aggressed, he's like, yeah. I'm too weak. I can't hold it. Let go and he'll That's arrest after. you. after. That's all during it. It's all during it. He doesn't shoot, he doesn't shoot lightning the whole time, no, guys. He does. He eventually he's stops. holding it against no. it. No. Yeah, he eventually no, stops. Yeah. He literally wants to- uh, at the very end, I watched it too yesterday. Right, at the very end, he's like, he's like, oh, he's gonna kill me, right? But while he's saying, I can't hold it, I'm too weak, he's gonna kill me. He's still shooting lightning out of his hands <laughs> into his lightsaber. Yeah, which is yeah, big red flag. Yeah, so flag on the play. Flag. So we know. We, yeah, so, Anakin's conflicted. Anakin. So, but what is Anakin <laughs> conflicted about? That's the thing. So, what? Which of these reasons is he gonna save? Palpatine for right. I, it was, Which it was of like, the reasons? It, to me, it was mm -hmm. always, um, I have the power to save the one you love. Like that was the that's the line, right? right. They needed right. to just yeah. leave it. They at kept stacking them. They the whole yes. Jedi mm -hmm. taking but I think over thing. Something else is like it's, they threw that in there at the last minute. Yeah, Kelsey. Mm, no, because I'll tell you why you're wrong, Justin. <laughs> because the whole movie. <laughs> The whole movie, there's two things that happen. Palpatine is saying that the Jedi uh, can't handle their power. They want to take over, blah, 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 right? Point in count. Mace Windu over him, over this fragile old man, okay? With his lightsaber, he's like, I'm going to fucking kill you, okay? One. Two, Mace Windu is just a fucking dick. The whole entire, his whole life. <laughs> so he he shows up there and Mace Windu's like this, Okay. Maybe they had to talk about no, Kelsey. I'm no, missing no, here for no, a solid no, four minutes. No, that. he walks he in. No, just let me finish. Him. Stop interrupting he a woman. <laughs> Give me a second. That's factually inaccurate. And that's the crux of your argument. That I'm a woman? <laughs> no. That that he's only, he, he walks like in and he's no. ready for the death blow. Yeah. That's that's not No, the, he was standing okay. He was I was gonna say he's standing there for like a solid four minutes. Like I have yes. like Anakin <laughs> watching him and doing nothing. Anakin sees the whole journey, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're under arrest, so, my lord. At this point in my notes. Yeah. But then Mace Window wants to kill him, right? 
whether it's before or after the lightning. Make, yeah, no, I well digress. after. And, and Anakin's like, bro, no, he has to stand trial. And Mace Windu's like, no, he has to die. And Palpatine's the only one that can save Padme. What would you do? You're 22, 20, you're in love. This guy wants to kill you. The only thing that will save Padme. I'm not saying and it's you're not like, believable. take him to trial. Look, I'm a logical Jedi. I'm not saying it's not believable was like, no. for him to to make this fall. Mm-hmm. It, it it takes a, an insanely gullible person, but we already know that's what Anakin is. I'm not saying it's not believable. Yeah, poor guy. But the, the movie is... Let him be a himbo. The <laughs> movie's throwing out so many different things at this point. It's like, like Bobby's saying, like, we don't know what the actual basis is because there's like they're throwing like six Mm -hmm. things at anakin at one time and being like grab any of these and believe it yeah because Um, it's not exactly it's 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 conflicting yes but here's the thing it's overwhelming so here's the thing he goes okay i'm gonna i'm gonna teach you how to uh you know and he kills mace windu right he goes over he uh he he chops off his arm and then palpatine kills mace at that point, Anakin goes horrible doing it. Anakin goes from where he drops to his knees and maybe the best acting job mm-hmm. he's done in any of these movies and said, basically, oh God, what did I just do? Looks like he's going to vomit. Right. Exactly. And five mm-hmm. minutes later, he's fucking cutting down children. Like there is no <laughs> yeah. uh, there's no room there for any type of like I felt like I just did the worst thing on he, earth to I am now going to murder a bunch of kids. Yeah. I, I counted. I counted. He drops to his knees and he says, what have I done to when he says, I'll do whatever you ask and becomes his apprentice is literally 25 seconds yeah. with no cuts. <laughs> 25 seconds make rash decisions he went he went from what have i done i've made the worst decision of my life to i'll do whatever you want yeah 25 seconds but then then palpatine goes and says to him you guys missed a very important line go go go. i was gonna say um no go i lost it go ahead kelsey (laughs) it'll come back go ahead thank you so (laughs) this i just want to take you guys back to 11 year old kelsey this is when he goes, Darth Vader. Now, imagine me not knowing Anakin is Darth oh, Vader. God. <laughs> this scene, the entire movie, emotional turmoil. I have no idea where Anakin's going. I'm worried for his safety. I'm worried he's going to turn into a bad guy. Little did I fucking know. <laughs> so my dad's sitting here. <laughs> he goes, Darth Vader, right? And I'm like, <laughs> freaking out, <laughs> freaking out. <laughs> And it was just as effective this time around. I was like, wow, that was, that was, that came out of nowhere. I feel like I was like, what a turn. Who knew? (laughs) It was, it was shocking. Kelsey, did you not notice on the first Star Wars I I looked at my father. Yeah, the teaser poster for the first movie is literally. (laughs) No, guys, I did. First of all, I didn't have internet and I didn't go to the movies. I only went with my dad. Like, I was understandable. Do you guys understand? That's understandable. Yeah, say, 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 say. So. But, but what Justin's saying is, and that's my main problem with this, like, what what they do, because they they they, they the the main right, let's say the, the 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 one sort of point that rises above the fray as far as why Anakin would do what he ends up doing. Um, I mean, by the, for, by the way, Mace gives him like seventeen seconds to cut off his arm. I don't under he like 
he can literally flick his wrist and kill him with the lightsaber. And he like brings it up so high and swings down Overhand so slow. Smash. Yeah. Um, but um, is that he wants to save his wife, right? He wants to save the person he loves and he'll, and he'll, and, but a person who would decide for that reason would be like, I'm all, their vibe would be, I'm doing this own, like I'm doing this only to save the person I love and I, maybe I'm going to hate myself for what I'm doing, but I'm going to do it, you know? Whereas almost immediately he goes into this like, I will be the ruler of the universe, like vibe yep. that, that he like, that he, that he takes on. Um, <laughs> and, and look, there is some sort of like, you know, psychology, the fact that when people buy in on something and then realize they're wrong, they go even harder on it because they don't want to admit that the terrible things they did That's were why actually I defended the, the lightning bolts. Were actually, <laughs> actually terrible. Um, it's big like, of you to admit. But like that's why like th that his transformation in the in the end doesn't work in these movies because we don't get like a through line from A to Z that that pushes him here. They they throw a million different things out about why he would become the person he's becoming, and they never settle on something, and so it never feels like it really connects in that moment. There's also this thing right where they introduce, they introduce this like like super late. Like, I think it's even after he kills the kids where Palpatine's kind of like, the only way to get the power we need is to just get, be as fucking dark as possible. We gotta, we gotta do the worst things possible and then we'll be able to draw the power to do the thing that we need to do is to save your wife, right? But that's introduced so late that he's already gone down that road so far that it doesn't, give him any it's not a motivation anymore it's just like a, a happy accident that all this killing he's doing is going to have a benefit because he's going to do it anyway that's the kind of thing if they introduce it earlier if there's this kind of idea that like he kind of realized hey the more i do sort of like questionable stuff you know i'm gaining power um again like a video game um, mm -hmm. you know um then the moment where he turns makes more sense because he's kind of going okay like, I don't want to do this, but if I need, if I want to get to the place I need to get, I need to, I need to be as evil as possible. You know what I mean? And, 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 and that never, that never communicates in, in the movie. So along the, the line of that, it's, it's interesting because that's like the plot point of the Doctor Strange episode of What If, right? Yeah. And that's mm -hmm. what, that works better because he's like, yeah. oh, I have to go to this dark place to try to save the woman I love. Yeah. And that makes sense because they introduce it early yes and then you see the result of that deep dive into the lengths you'll go to the evil that you'll take on to try to save the woman that you love mm -hmm. that makes sense this mm -hmm. they do it after and try to like retcon it's like oh we said it early this is why he's doing it um but i've i've thought of a way that he could have saved the scene with him killing the younglings almost impossible but all you have to do is have some acting ability and they have a close up on his face like they did. And you just see him weeping mm -hmm. like he knows what he has to do, but he's overcome with the emotion, and the yeah. guilt of having to do it. And you do that. And the transformation is more believable. Yeah. But he's just brooding they do, they do like a villain. Later, right. Where when they, they, yes. They, when he's angry, emo boy staring at the lava planet, he has like a tear in his eye and he's eyes yeah. Yeah. Colors. But not before he murders yes. the children. Yeah. Then yeah. they turn red to match the lava. 
yeah. inexplicably, very close <laughs> to the end of that sequence. Um, but right before he murders the children, there's no, there's no remorse in his no, eyes. No, not at all. No, he was not like to it. nothing about the weight of what he's about to do. It's like he's like, oh man, these ones are gonna be easy. Yeah. <laughs> and then <it's laughs> easy picking. Some of these fights have been hard, but these are gonna be easy. By so we then we then get so he sends Anakin to the temple. He does a thing. He institutes Order sixty six, um, which other than the fact that all of a sudden blasters can easily kill Jedi is like a cool concept for like a, a reason, an answer to a question that everyone was asking in the, in the newer, in the old, in the original movies, which is where did all the fucking Jedi go? Like, why are they all right. gone? You know, um, especially if they were this powerful. And, and, and so, uh, you know, I think like that's an interesting concept. I mean, um, you know, Yoda not falling for it. Yoda cuts those clones heads <laughs> off. He doesn't even think twice yeah. about it. Doesn't try to rationalize with them. Doesn't give them any Yoda speak. Just fucking flips backwards and cuts their heads off. And Which, the Wookiees are like, "Whoa!" Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell just happened? Yeah. Um, which, which I love. Um, uh, so that scene, right? And then, and then we get this, we get this scene um, with Padme, which is the only scene I think we really get with her. That is not directly linked to Anakin, right? Which I, we didn't we didn't talk about the which I I, I, I like uh, from listening to another podcast about this movie. I, what did I call the the Phil Collins in the air tonight scene, which is the both of them like staring sitting the in their sunset. respective like chamber, staring at the sunset, <laughs> hearing voices in their heads or whatever, you know. Um, but we get this scene with her in the Senate, right? And she's like watching this thing, and for the only time in the movie, she feels mm -hmm. like the character who existed in the previous two movies. She has mm -hmm. a, she's like mm -hmm. actively thinking, she's like concerned about big important matters. Yeah. Like she, you know, um, I mean, that line is not good, like whatever, like that democracy, this is how Liberty dies with thunderous applause or whatever, but like she is delivering it in, in an interested way, which is the only yeah. time in the entire movie she's doing that. Um, mm -hmm. The only time she doesn't like think or talk about Anakin or to Anakin yes. or yeah it's like yeah it's yeah she's she's she literally is fridged in this movie yes um mm -hmm. yeah absolutely it, it's yeah it's disgusting and, and like <laughs> yeah. she it's it's a shame so in and then I wrote my notes like if I were the galactic senate I simply wouldn't believe the frog looking demon man who is dissolving <laughs> my democracy by just one single sentence in right in front of me you know, right. like, um, I, <laughs> like he sounds yeah. like a bad guy. Like, I don't, mm -hmm. I don't like, he sounds like a bad guy. Um, See, that's been my point yeah, the entire time is that at most the same of his time, line like, deliveries. People have been elected. No, yes, right. Kelsey. But usually True. there's like I, a snake oil Frank, salesman. The same, like, there's like a snake oil salesman <laughs> nature to them. You know, they don't actually yeah. look like a demon. You know, he, you know what I mean. He looks, he looks like he has two shaved testicles on his head. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, mm. But I thought like the the line that you were talking about, Bobby, like so this is how Liberty dies with yeah. thunderous applause was like oddly prescient. I was yeah. like, well, oh. yes, yeah. Yeah. Like, like watching it now in like 2021, I'm like, that line hits real differently now than it did when I first saw this movie. Yeah. And we talk about this during The Phantom Menace, I think, like George Lucas, like as much as we like we rag on him for like his dialogue and stuff like that. He, he's not a not an unthinking guy. Right. He has a yeah. social conscience. He has like he, he has thoughts and ideas and, and concepts and, and metaphors that he wants to communicate. 
using right. this like huge platform he has, right? Um, he's just not great at delivering those moments. He, he's not good at delivering those moments. So they mostly fall flat and just seem confusing. But he 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 wants to talk about this kind of stuff. So I, I like in that moment, yeah, like, but again, she's engaged, like, Jimmy Smith's is there, and he's engaged, the scene, like, the right. actors in the scenes are engaged. Love me some Jimmy right. Smith's. That one worked really J well. Jimmy Smith's, he shows up in that car, and I'm like, Jimmy Smith's is here, and his car is cool as hell. <laughs> he's got, like, a 50s hot rod, but, but it's like a space car. So, but then we go to the next scene with, with, with Padme and Anakin in, like, her chambers or whatever, and she is right back to like, oh, I love you, but like, I can't even, you know, like, like she doesn't care. Like, she's just like, yeah. anything you say, Anakin, like, yeah, I don't necessarily think like, oh, I'm gonna do that, but I believe you because I love you. And I, you know, please, Annie, you're breaking my heart. Like, you know, all that kind of stuff. Like, like she has no character of her own. Her, her character is, I love this guy and I will fall to pieces if he's not with me. Leading all the yeah. way up to her her death, which is like just like the stupidest like reasoning for her death is oh, given. God. You I know, know what one. her death is. What, <laughs> yeah. I, we'll get there. She died of a broken heart, she, Justin. She, she lost the will to live. She I, lost like, the will to live. So here's the thing. Well, when we get which, there, which medically, wait, let's, medically let's speaking, broken heart syndrome is a thing. Yeah, <laughs> but it doesn't cause death. Yeah, no. Um. Um. So, but I I thought like. After that, when they when when they finally like have Obi Wan meet up with her, he's like the only character that presents his argument for why someone should help him in the proper sequence. Yeah, like she's like, yeah. "Why are you here?" He's like, "I need to find Anakin." She's like, "Why? He's in trouble from the Sith? No, from himself." And yeah, then he lays out all the reasons that he's in trouble, and she's still like, "I don't believe it." I'm like, "All right, well, if he doesn't get through after that, like that's the only time anyone's presented all the information Love in the proper blind. order." <laughs> she actually, they actually agree. say I that earlier agree with in the Kelsey movie on too. This one. Like yeah, she's never they have seen that whole, him. That, that terrible like, dialogue scene. She's like, love has blinded you. She's never <laughs> seen him. Yeah, she's never seen him like that. He, she, she saw him kill him. an entire on village of beings. Really heard about it. On the contrary, she's only seen red flags the entire time yes. of their romance in two and three. Bye. She yes. said multiple times over and over. Yeah, she's but like, you can see why can't, red flags and be blind. Do? But, but the things she repeats the same thing over and over. She's like. I, why can't you trust me? You're not going to let me in. Why can't you trust me? You can't trust me. It's like, okay, I think there's a, there's an issue here. Yeah. That's her only it's like, part. Oh, you're hiding things from me. She says it like multiple times in the movie. She's like, oh, you, you can't trust mm -hmm. me. You're hiding things from me. She knows that he's hiding things from her. Yes, for sure. She and does. then, yeah, but they're in a says, toxic relationship. Yes, they are. 100% yeah, they are. Like, yes. That leads uh, to like, her death. That's why. It's the most toxic she's... of relationships. <laughs> But as most toxic relationships do. <laughs> um, oh my god! I hope not. Jeez, to your death. <laughs> to women. Nobody in that yeah, relationship absolutely. was a winner. She was macking it, it on like a nine-year-old. So <laughs> she was. Yeah, she was definitely fair. She was... Fair. That is fair. Okay, she was twelve. <laughs> she was fourteen. The ages in this movie don't work because okay. you keep saying Anakin's twenty, and I'm like, that dude is at least thirty-five. He's twenty. He is 20. He is supposed to be no, 20. He's 20. He's 20. He's 20. You can Google it. I know in the movie he's supposed to be 20, <laughs> yeah. but it's like when no, they cast like, Tobey Maguire I to go play Peter Parker acting. in high school. I'm like, <laughs> no, but the I man think he was actually like that age appropriate. <laughs> he was, yeah, he was not that yeah, different in age, no, though. He, I think he was, he was like in his 20s. Yeah. He was in his, Hayden Christensen was definitely in his 20s yeah. when he did this. Because he was 
very young when he did Attack of the Clones. No, I know, uh, he, I know right. he wasn't that old. He had but, the acting yeah. chops. He had the acting chops of a 20-year-old. And <laughs> Anakin was the litty, living embodiment, basically like a young porn star. He's just young and dumb and full of cum. That's, that's how he got her pregnant. That's exactly right. That's a good, that's a good ex- explanation of who he is. So, yeah. So, you know, we have this scene between Anakin and, and Padme. And Anakin, like, you know, that's when he gets this whole thing. That's when he says the thing, you sound like a separatist. That's what he said. That's when he yeah. says that to her. You sound like a separatist. Yeah. Um... And he tells her where he's going. He's going to Mustafar to basically, you know, get the, the the separatist leaders and end the war, essentially. So he goes, um, we, we get the scenes where, you know, so the reason that Obi-Wan obviously and Yoda are back is because there's a signal that's trying to draw Jedi in so they can, be, they can be slaughtered. They go and fix that signal. And then Obi-Wan sees that, you know, I feel like he knows because he he's like, I have to know. I have to see. But then, but that's what that's you get before he watches it. And then when he watches it, he goes, no, I can't believe this. This can't be true. And I'm like, <laughs> well, I, 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 think, I think it's like you're, you're, you know in your heart, but you're looking for that plausible deniability. You're yeah. looking for yeah. something to be like, no. And then once you have no, mm-hmm. you, you, that your your shield to hide behind behind is gone, you're like, I just can't believe this. Like, you know, it's kind of like it, it yeah. really hits you then. This is the thing where, though, but George Lucas just can't not have characters say their internal feelings out loud as dialogue. Hugh McGregor could have just acted that moment and it would have been totally fine. But they make him say like, no, this can't be true. Hugh McGregor could have acted that with his face. <laughs> would yep. been, we would have gotten it. We understand yep. how human we, we, human emotions portray on faces. Um, so then he goes to see Padme. That's when he delivers that absolutely like ice cold <laughs> fucking line. Where he's like, I'm so sorry that Anakin's the dad. Sucks to be you, huh, uh, Padme? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you really picked the wrong dude um, to, be, to be the daddy. Um, and you know, he knows, this is a moment where Obi-Wan knows what he's doing, right? I don't think Obi-Wan ever believes that Padme is going to give up where Anakin is, but he knows if he tells her that Anakin's in danger, that she'll go, that she'll go to wherever Anakin is and he can follow her to wherever she ends up going. Cause Obi-Wan's a tricky, the tricky motherfucker. He knows. Yep. He's a trickster. He's a trickster. He's smart. So he, he hops on and then he like jumps in like that bathroom and closes the door. <laughs> While stroking his beard, um, they fly there, and I wrote down my notes. There's a there's like a good moment right before Natalie Portman gets out. Like Anakin, like sees that Natalie Portman, like now sees that Padme's there, where she's sitting in the ship, sort of like she's crying and she's like trying to like like kind of deal with because she knows that Obi Wan's not lying, right? She if she can say to him that she doesn't believe it, but she knows Obi Wan's not going to lie to her. Why would Obi Wan lie to her? You know. So um, she knows and that, 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 that moment, like Natalie Portman's a good actress. And when she is involved in the scene in which she is portraying, she is good. And then she walks out and she has to talk to Anakin and it becomes the same, the same scene we've seen five other times. This, this scene is bad. Yep. It's real It's terrible. Bad. It might, uh, it's not as, motivations it's, I, instantly changed. I, I don't think it's as bad as some of the scenes in Attack of the Clones um, where hmm. they're, they're having dialogue together, but it's up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite bad. It's quite bad. Um, and, you know, and then, I mean, I will say, I think Obi-Wan could have waited like another, like maybe two minutes to show up on the catwalk. And not stood at the, the top of the post. catwalk with his arms on his hip, like he's fucking ready to throw down right like that. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. There's an easy way yeah, to like, disarm j- he him. He timed it perfectly. He timed it perfectly 
So that when when Padme was saying a line that could have like been it been like construed as and so I brought Obi Wan with me, he like stepped out onto the thing, you know, to be like, "Hey, like I'm here." He practiced. Yeah, he definitely. He's very he's dramatic, you know. He practiced. Yeah, That's he loves why he's drama. That beard. Obi Wan loves drama. He's, he's thinking like, about it. Brother. When am I gonna walk out on that on the on the on the entrance ramp to the ship? So, um, I will say this too. Like one of these things where like again the Jedi being like hypocrites, like. Obi-Wan's like, I don't want to kill him. Like, he's like my brother. He's like, no, you, Yoda's like, no, he must die. And I'm like, really? There's nothing else exactly. you can do? <laughs> They're just a walking contradiction, the Jedi. I'm sorry to say. Like, it's just hilarious to me. So, um, then, so then we start, like, basically the fight, right? The fight between Obi-Wan and the chosen Anakin. And I will say... Two thirds of this fight is rad as hell. Like, yep. <laughs> but once they get on like that platform that's like moving through the lava, I'm like, we we've gone too far. Okay, like it could have ended before this. The, I I agree. The ballet the the ballet sequence here with lightsabers, parts of it were very cool. I cannot yeah. help mm -hmm. but laugh every time when they're on top of the table and they have their lightsabers. They're like this. They both I know exactly what you're talking about. Hand to hand like uh -huh. this. And it's just like, as an actor, as a director, as anybody on the set, how are you not bursting out laughing while both these guys are straining as hard as they can to touch hands, but not touch hands? It was fantastic. I laugh every yeah. time. I mean, I think well, the build up to that moment is even better because of the ridiculousness, because they do all the same moves like uh, with the lightsaber. Mm -hmm. so, they, so they're like... Oh, and then they do yeah. the thing where they like where they, right. they do the hands they, they at the same time. They, either of them could have chose to stabby stabby and it would have been over there. <laughs> yeah, but, um, they, they, but also, they have the same technique, Mark. They think the same. Well, also, leading up to that sequence yeah. where they do the hand the uh, the handhold, <laughs> the force yeah. handhold, we'll call it. Um, there's a drop kick and then a kick to the face. Yes. Mm -hmm. what? what? Why? What? Like a literal WWE drop kick. I I, um. I, was, I was lost. I was like, they're like, oh, it's a missile dropkick. I remember seeing that. That's a Shawn Michaels special. Um, but I think overall, like the the fight most mostly is pretty cool, and like they have some really cool moments. Some of those like, and they're like going down those hallways and fighting each other. Like it, it's mm -hmm. really neat. Plus, and it's playing the choreography the is really good right? at that point. Yeah, which is a yeah. Plus, the face comes back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tool the face comes back in, which which is great track. Yeah. One of the best pieces of movie music probably ever written. Yeah. So it's like mm -hmm. it, it's when it comes back, it's, it's very, very cool. Um, once they get sort of into that like lava river, that's when I'm like, come on, guys, you've gone a little too far now. Like when he's like riding on that little robot or whatever, like and he does <laughs> yeah. that flip. He is like, now is when you die, master. And he like flips over his head and he's and he's like going to fall off the platform. I'm like, Obi-Wan, yep. why don't you just kick him in the stomach? <laughs> it's over. <laughs> So, but like that whole part, like that whole part is just like, I don't like love that part of it. Um, and we'll get to the very end because we got to talk because cut between this, right, is Yoda shows up to fight the Emperor. Um, mm -hmm. And this fight, there are moments in it that are cool, but overall it's a kind of a, it's kind of a weak like battle between yeah. the two of them. It's okay. Yeah. Again, I feel like Yoda could fucking slice him to pieces. With the way he swings mm -hmm. that lightsaber compared to the way that Palpatine slices, uh, you know, like um, swings his lightsaber. Seven like, swipes Yoda does. Palpatine does one. Every every yeah, one. Exactly. The only right. reason that Yoda I think doesn't get it because he doesn't have the range because he's like yeah. two feet tall. Yeah. 
Yeah, he has, he's very short. Um, uh, and like, you know, uh, but I think some of the, like, I think, I, I think the Palpatine stuff is more effective when they're showing him like that scene where he's like throwing the, the, the discs, Senate yeah. like discs down, I think is a much more like, oh, this guy's powerful than mm-hmm. like, I'm going to swing a lightsaber at you. I actually you. thought that was a good right. uh, mm-hmm. contrast between the two styles. Like, yeah. It looks like the Sith, the Sith have way more power because yeah. Palpatine is just picking these mm-hmm. things up one at a time and just yeeting them down at Yoda. Yeah. And Yoda has that with like all of his power, like grab one, like concentration, grab one, think about it, spin it and throw it back. But Palpatine is grabbing two at a time. And just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just that weird jump noise. I don't understand. He like watches it spin up at him and then he goes like, meh. And he like jumps Yeah. They were like, so that was like another thing with the choices of just acting there. It's like, yeah. why is it so cartoonish? Like, yeah. he could just be menacing. Like, he's throwing just these different platforms at someone. You don't have to be like, Rah. yeah. I, mean, I, I do get, like when I he get says, the, I do get the, like, the, uh, the laughing, maniacal, like, maniacal laughing yeah. is like, he realizes he's, but like, his time has finally come. He's going to kill the, like, yeah. the head of the Jedi, right? Like, this is his yeah. time. So I could get him being fully in his, like, in his bag and, like, just over drunk on power. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. But the weird, I do no- like the weird that line. Noises. The weird noises. Yeah. <laughs> I do like that, like, that, like, my little green friend. Like, I like that little, like, uh, little line that he has or whatever. Um, yeah, so like I just think that fight is pretty uneven, and then I also think Yoda just kind of like gives up. He's just kind of like, "Well, I fell mm. to the bottom, so I guess I gotta go." Well, I'm like, "What?" I, wouldn't, doors I out literally never have thought about this before, but w- this just came to me. We here in the next the next scene, I have the high grounds. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, but he wasn't trying to jump over his head. We'll we'll get we'll get to that line when we when we get over to that line. But like, I just think I mean, obviously the reason he leaves is because Yoda has to be in Empire Strikes Back and the Emperor still has to be alive, so there has to be like he has to go. And then we get like creepy vent Yoda where he's like he's like crawling through that little vent. Um, Mm -hmm. Sorry, Mark, what were you gonna say? No, I'm saying like when he trap doors out and he's like. He just he just delivers the line. He's like he's like, what are you doing? He's like, uh, into exile. I must go. It's like who the yeah. who the fuck says that when they got to exile themselves? You don't yeah. tell people. It's like failed. Guys, I have failed. Um, I have into exile. I must go. It's like, well, that's one of the, that's like those like winky. It's like when he goes like when he's leaving Kashyyyk and he's like he's like goodbye or goodbye Chewbacca. I will I, yeah. I will miss you. You know, it's like okay, we get it. All right, the we get pops. it. Pops. You didn't have to the say Chewbacca. We understand, okay? We understand he's on the Wookiee yeah, planet. Yeah, we couldn't tell by yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. We well, couldn't like, tell like, with Chewbacca standing in front of us that it was Chewbacca. Right. Exactly. Um, so he leaves. Well, some of us didn't know who Chewbacca it's was. true, okay? but that line doesn't mean anything to you then anyway, then. <laughs> you know, yeah. so that, that's pointless. Yeah, um, it's true. It, it, so then they go, so then we cut back to this other scene, and then we have the thing. We have... It looks like Obi-Wan might lose, and he kind of looks behind him. He does that flip onto, like, the top of the mountain, the top of the mountain, the top of the hill. Um, And he goes, it's over. He goes, it's over. And from all the stuff we've seen happen in the last 30 minutes of lightsaber battle, in no universe do I believe that Anakin couldn't have done something 
to to not get all of his limbs cut off. How about he just jumps and lands in front of Obi Wan? Yeah, and then they have a, they have a battle battling. on the hill. So I mean, I get it. Part right. of it's like part of the part of like the maniacal like Darth Vader thing is he believes he's the most powerful being in the universe. He believes that nothing can stop him. Whatever. But we haven't gotten to this point. All the only all. I mean, to be fair, half I believe half of Hayden Christian's lines in this movie are. You won't. You don't understand how powerful I am. <laughs> That's like half of his lines in this movie, essentially. So I guess in that way, it's set up because nobody believes him. Yeah. Well, at this point, his his he buddy who has trained him, who is honestly just trying to tell him, "Look, I don't want to chop off all of your limbs. Please <laughs> do not try it. to chop over my head. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't try it." He does. Yeah. Well, he really does try to convince him here because he says, you underestimate my power. And he hits like a little rasp in it. Like, well, maybe he is underestimating his power. And then he flips and you're like, he didn't underestimate your power. He was right. He had the high ground. Yeah. And I have a note down that says one swipe, three limbs. And one swipe. It's a good swipe. It's a, <laughs> it's a good it's swipe. An swipe. Palpatine wishes he could do that. Yeah. Palpatine wishes he could do that. He says, you don't. You, you underestimate my power. And in my head, I wrote down your power to jump high. Like, I don't understand what power he's talking about in that right. moment. I can flip. And this is right. We, we, we talked about we talked about the beginning of the show, right? Where we mentioned, like, this is where he says the line about, like, in, in, in well, in my view, the Jedi are evil. You know, this whole thing. And it's just like it's something where it's like a hammer, right? It's like you don't need to say it out loud. We get it, Anakin. We understand that that is your perspective. Like, literally, you've killed probably 40 Jedi at this point. Like, we understand <laughs> that you and the Jedi are not... Just in case. Are not in case you didn't know. Just in case. So, Just in case the motivation's lens, not clear. And then, you know, we have the, you know, you were the, you, you, you were the chosen one. I you were, you know... You were the chosen one. I yeah. loved you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I feel like if you cut that dialogue, like, in half, like, you take, like, two of those lines yeah. instead of four of those lines, it's much more effective, whatever. Again, uh, McGregor's very good, yeah, so... it was too he, long. Uh, he's good there at delivering... Pauses, I think. Yeah, pointless lines when they don't need to be delivered, like, he gives them weight, but I feel like you could have cut out half those lines. And then, yep. of course, <laughs> because you have to say everything out loud, he just screams, I hate you. <laughs> Anakin just screams, <laughs> I hate you. Um... Um, that might be the best, honestly, the best acting performance he gives, like in the entire movie instead of movies yeah. when he screams mm -hmm. that. Because I believe it, I do well, believe everything it. Everything else was practice. He, he screams it. Um, mm -hmm. But one of else was like Obi Wan, just like put him out of his misery, kill him, like cut his head yeah. off or something. Like you just watch him burn alive. I, yeah, like I love, oh, yeah. I loved you, but I'm going to watch you suffer. Yeah, slowly right. burn end, alive. I can make it end for you painlessly. I'm choosing yeah. to watch you go. If I was Anakin, I'd be pissed off too. <laughs> You're literally letting me burn alive. Is it not just Jedi's disappointing him? <laughs> exactly. It's just Jedi's disappointing him again and again. I mean, to be fair, he they did, constantly let at, him at this go. point, you know, he's he's driven Obi-Wan to like try to kill like this person he probably cares about the most in the world after murdering a bunch of children. So I don't I don't have a lot of like sympathy matter. for Anakin in this moment, but I do wish yeah. that Obi you think Obi-Wan, I mean, he could have solved a lot of problems, too, if he had just killed right. him there, because then they never would have been a Darth Vader. But, um, so, we get this scene, and we also, Palpatine leaves Coruscant, I forget to say that, because, like, he, I feel like my apprentice is in danger or whatever. I feel like Lord yeah. Vader is in danger. I just want to say, <laughs> at this point, when he calls him Darth Vader, it makes no sense, because Darth Vader literally means Dark Father, and... <laughs> 
He's not a, uh, why? Why is he called Darth Vader? Why? Do- he is a dad. Not yet. <laughs> he has two children, not Bobby. Not, not yet. Not yet. Not, not yet. When he yes. anoints him as I'm Darth sorry, Vader. Life begins in the womb. <laughs> Um. So, wow. um, but, but, the, but wow. that that suggests then that the that the that the emperor knew that that she was pregnant on top of it. Yeah, but you probably did, right? Because yeah. like he knows have. everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So, oh, if we we even mentioned we kind of we kind of like he chokes out Padme. Yeah, he does. He chokes her out. Also, that moment I, I I wanted to ignore it. <laughs> In that <laughs> moment, he's choking her. <laughs> And Obi-Wan is like, Anakin, stop. You stop <laughs> Let her that. go. You stop that like, right now. do something. So he lets but her go. So she's still stops. That's when I knew he was gone. She's still alive, but she, you know, she not, not, not doing great. Um, she's sad. Um, you know, she Obi-Wan gets back to the, the ship. The only thing she asks when she sees Obi-Wan before she, like, passes out is, like, is Anakin okay? Um, they I fly away. He's probably fine. He's probably fine. Uh, Palpatine shows up, takes him, and then we get this sort of like, we get this like, like kind of like cut together, like multi-cut birth scene that happens. Basically, beautiful oh. cinematic. The birth, the God. birth of Darth beautiful. Vader and the birth of these these children with that Luke and with Leia. that robot who just like keeps going like, Uba, 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 Uba. Um. And this was like another big misstep, right? Because yeah. they have the chance to be like, they're like, it's like, oh, how is she doing? It's like, you know, she had, she lost oxygen from, from that force choke and yeah. she's not doing well, but they're like, medically she's fine, but she's seemed to have lost the will to live. Why? Yeah. You yeah. had an out. He choked her while she was pregnant with his kids. Yeah. The yeah. kids survive. She doesn't survive. It's a self-fulfilling love. prophecy. But no, but I, I'm saying like it, it had it could have been more logical. He choked her. Yes. That's a that's a good reason. Yeah, that's for her what to kills her. Like that could have been right. love. Love is illogical. <laughs> no, that's it's not what he's it's nothing to do with their love. I'm saying he, she didn't have to die because she lost the will to live. She could have died because he choked her out in anger. Also, they 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 also honestly like they didn't actually have to kill her in that yeah. moment because no, nowhere did they ever say. That Padme died in childbirth. They just said the kids didn't know her. And in fact, Leia in the original trilogy speaks about her knowing, remembering her mother's voice and stuff like that. So, and apparently that is only in these moments when she is first born that she hears her mother's voice. But like, so they, they had to kill her there. I, I get it, whatever. They did it, whatever. But like, <laughs> the reasoning behind it was really bad. Again, it totally strips her character of any agency or any like yep. yeah. anything. I always thought it was just pa- also. I, I thought like the lost the will to live was like Palpatine, like had something to do with Palpatine, like helping her. No. Like that's. But I always assumed that like that's why because lost the will to live. That would have made sense. Makes no sense at all. So I was trying no, to give the but- movie like a little more justice. Like oh, like this is definitely <laughs> no. Palpatine because when. Mm. Vader asks where she is. He's like, "Oh, you, you killed her." And like that to me, I thought that was him just covering his tracks. No, I think it that was, was him. Just him. It was sort of, him. but but it was to motivate him. It wasn't to like. It was, right. it, it was yeah. to say like this thing that you want. So because essentially, right? If Palpat, if if Padme's still alive in that moment, and and if Pad, if if Palpatine tells him Padme's still alive, that's still going to be his central focus, right? Is his attachment to Palpatine and his attachment to Padme and Palpatine doesn't want him to be attached to anything either. Right. She wants, right. wants him to feel, and he also wants him as like angry and self-loathing as possible. 
to to sort of like you know be and be in his like employer or whatever but there's there's a couple moments where yeah, the most when the mask first goes on, right? It looks really good. The lighting is really cool. And then when we're the breath, and I'm like, yeah. I wrote my notes. The movie should have ended there. They should just cut yep. the movie there or cut the Darth Vader stuff there. Because then we get that again, he just can't let anything go by without like a bunch of dialogue that doesn't need to exist. So we get James Earl Jones back, right? But I feel like James Earl Jones is like doing like a Hayden Christensen like impression with like the way he's like delivering his dialogue because he's doing it in like that yeah. sort of like like stilted kind of like slow way that like yeah. Hayden Christensen delivers his dialogue. Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually going to say, but the exact it is same thing. Hayden Christensen in the suit. No, no yeah, but it's not his voice. No, not his it voice. is Hayden. Yeah, it's not his not voice. voice. Yeah. It's James Earl Hayden Jones' voice, um, right? It's the original Darth Vader's voice in the suit. It's the original, yeah. Yeah, but he, okay, because Hayden Christensen's in the suit. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. We see the thing again. There's another moment, like when we see, when yeah. we see the mask coming down, and you see like the fear on his face as the mask is about to like go onto his face. A good moment. They could have just put this stuff together and then shown mm-hmm. the reveal and then like cut away from it. But they'd have to give like the where's Padme? <laughs> like, is like, she safe? Is she safe? <laughs> no. no, she was alive. No, I, I felt I it. Felt it. <laughs> so the only cool part no. about this scene is where he starts tapping into the dark side's like power and yeah. crushing everything in the room. Like yeah. that part was neat. Right. It was just like okay, like he's now getting all this extra power, but the whole no, just, no. Oh he could have just done that things. without having that all that dialogue. Like right. you but know, there's... like he could have just tapped into that because guess what? His the person he trusted most in the world, who, who who taught him his entire life, just cut off three of his limbs and left him to burn to death. That's enough right. anger. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty. That's a lot of anger. But I think I think it would have worked, like showing how cool his powers were that he's forming, if he didn't like, as he was saying, no, not know what to do with his arms and just kind of leave them half extended out. And he didn't drop to his knees. Like if he dropped to yeah. his knees, I believe the no. <laughs> It's like no. He also took that really weird step coming off the thing. It did, like, yeah. He, like he was on the moon. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, well, see that that now when I watched it again, it makes more sense. It's like, well, these are new legs. It's mm-hmm. like the, my mama called them my walking legs. So they oh, take yeah. me yeah, definitely. Yes, That's a right. But it so looks super awkward. Yeah, it looks awkward. But I yeah. would have forgiven that if like he dropped to his knees or he knew what to do with his hands and didn't T Rex arm yeah. his no. Yeah. Um. So then we cut back right to the um, the. It's so funny because we're in we're in like the ship right from the beginning of A New Hope, and like the stark difference between how the design of that ship looks compared to every other vehicle in the prequels is like crazy. Um, so he's in there, and they're deciding, okay, like we gotta we gotta hide the babies, right? So their genius idea, which I always thought was so weird, the two places they hide the babies. One is with a super famous senator, right? Yep. Who is constantly the public eye. The second is at Darth Vader's old house. <laughs> yeah. Uh, where, I mean, you know what though? Not, not even his home, not even just his home yeah. planet. No, his but old house. His old house. <laughs> It's the last place he would probably look. Well, they already know Anakin's stupid. That's true. You're right. You're right. I mean, they do make <laughs> they this big deal dumb. in like the in the sort of like the the used to at least in the extended universe stuff 
that like the reason he they, they kind of wrote it in that like the reason why it was a safe place because he never wanted to go back there because yeah. of like is the pain he felt there which makes sense like you know he would never want to go back there why would he even look there mm-hmm. right plus he doesn't even know right. he has kids at the beginning so like he's not even searching for them right in but the comics he does um, eventually go back um yeah yeah obviously yeah. it's after yeah. you know it, it's around when luke is running around with han yeah so um so there's that he goes back and then we get our final scene so obi-wan says i'll go there and i'll like watch over him and, and protect him but here wait, wait, um, one more thing we, one more thing yeah that we have it's been when did uh this movie come out 20 2001 2001 no it was, it had, 2002 2002 2004 which I'm yeah, very excited about show, right? to get Qui-Gon back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we we get the scene, we get like the sort of like Darth Vader sitting next to the Emperor scene. And this is a real moment where like, I know it's supposed to look tough, but it looks like, like Darth Vader stands next to him and he like kind of looks at him and he's kind of like, I'm just going to cross my arms so I can look like a big tough, <laughs> I'm a big tough Sith Lord. I'm big tough I cross guy. my arms, you know? like. Yeah, but that's how, that's Anakin. Yes, I understand. He always has I, to prove himself. And this is, but this is one of those things which, which I'll say, which is like, I think the reason why people who grew up watching like the original Star Wars movies have a big, have a, a, a much stronger response to this. It's because in the original three movies, Darth Vader is like the like coolest, baddest motherfucker in the galaxy. And in this, he's like, I am just upset. Like, I this is not I fair. Am, this happened I to me. Feelings. Yeah, like that. So it's Patton Oswald has like a great bit about it, like about talking about the Star Wars prequels. And he's like, Oh, I've George Lucas in the street, and George Lucas is like, We're gonna do the prequels, you're gonna see, you're gonna see this up before he was Darth Vader, and he goes, Oh, what's it gonna be? Well, the first movie, he's gonna be a little boy, and he's gonna be real sad. <laughs> he goes like, and then in the and then the second movie, you're gonna you know, remember Boba Fett. You like Boba Fett? Oh yeah, I love Boba Fett. Yeah, you, you're you're gonna meet him. I was gonna be like, well, his dad's gonna die. And he's gonna be real sad. <laughs> and then like, it's like the whole like the whole like bit is about like that or whatever. Um, yeah. um So, but yeah. So then we get that, and then we get the final scene of like, which is a complete mirror, right? Which George Lucas loves to do, which is the mirror of Luke step, stepping out onto that like sort of vista in Tatooine, seeing the two sons. You get the same thing with with you know um, Baru um, and Owen holding the baby. We see the two sons. It's how we cut to Rise of Skywalker ends as well. Yes, uh, Rise of mm-hmm. Skywalker ends that way as well. Um, one of the movies that does it is very good. <laughs> the others, uh, not so good. Um, so um, that's the end of the movie. And I will say this: we ragged the Hayden Christian a lot during the during this episode. I do want to say. Yeah, it's. I do want to say. Really mean. I am excited to see him come back in the Obi-Wan show and I'm excited I'm so to see him excited. in the in the Ahsoka show. I'm excited to see him both those shows because I think with a good writer I'm and so a good excited. director it, it, we we might get he might get some vindication. You know, so years of practice. Yes. 20 years of practice since then. Yeah. I mean, like we, we talked about this. It's not like he's a bad actor. So No, he's been in good if, stuff. If you yeah. give him the right material and somebody is just like, "Hey, go get it." Like you know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the last 20 years of your life. And like, look, he's embraced it. Like he shows up to the star, yes. like yeah. to, to the star Wars cons and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he knows I what know, his I role is and all this. I'm excited yeah, to see what yeah. he does in these shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. hundred percent. hundred percent. I'm so excited. Um, 
So yeah, that's uh, Revenge of the Sith. We did it, guys. We did can it. Can I can I paint a picture of uh the me leaving the theater? Yes, I would love that. Yes. Okay. So for the last hour, crying. Full tears. I'm shaken. I can't believe Anakin is Darth Vader. Completely shook. Every other 40-year-old man in the movie theater saw this coming. My dad <laughs> included me shook. <laughs> I'm wiping my face as we walk out the theater, screaming at my own father. You knew. You knew when you didn't tell me. And I have trauma. I mean, that makes it's sense. the type of stuff it you talk sense. about in therapy. My dad yeah. knew that who Darth Vader was. Sure and he didn't tell me and he let me come to my that on my knew. own. Your therapist would be like. And I had an argument with my mom yesterday. Oh, yeah? I was like, you know what I realized the other day? I'm like that you guys knew who Darth Vader was and none of you sent me to the theater with dad <laughs> and like you saw me come home crying and didn't fucking come and console me she's like well you should have known he was Darth Vader she tells me this your own mother like, see? 20 years later I'm like excuse How me dare. your own mother I'm like I would have only known if you would have told me um like uh you, so yeah, you, you, you tell your therapist shade. they would have said the same thing they look up from their notes and be like you should have known Kelsey. <laughs> You should have known. It's like the most famous thing in the world. I didn't have internet. I didn't they have didn't internet. In Canada, they didn't have the internet back then. It's crazy they didn't have internet in Canada. I was nine. Eleven. I didn't have internet. Pick an I age. I only got internet when Pick I was an like age. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's 14. Six, nine, and 11 were the years that these movies came out. Um. So, yes. Yeah, so, that's good. Then do it for our, our Revenge of the Sith review. I think we need... Come back again, not this many months later, and maybe do the next movie in chronological order. Yeah. Not release order. So I would say that's... Is that Solo? Is that the next one? Oh. In chronological order? Is it? Yeah, I think so. I think so. it is. No, it's it would Ro be Solo. Oh, oh yeah. It's solo. solo takes place before yeah, Rogue One. Because Rogue One leads yeah, directly right. into New Hope. Oh, if you I want me to crap so, on something Solo's different, come good. back for Solo. I like I liked I like Solo, Solo. So I don't know. It might we'll be see. the most unnecessary film in the in the universe. It's very unnecessary, but there are fun, a lot of fun. There's some there's fun some stuff. Fun in stuff it. in there. You know, what, I mean, and we're about to take a leap up in the acting department once we go to this next set of movies. Absolutely least. true. Absolutely true. <laughs> Kelsey is welcome to come back anytime she wants. Yes, she Kelsey, anytime you want to talk about Star invitation. Wars with us, please come back. Um, I also love Han Solo. If you if you thought me loving Anakin was uh, was strong. Get ready, well, baby. We can it all goes agree generation on Solo. to generation I, from here think, on. Yeah, all of us agree yeah. on Han Solo. You're not wait getting an Kylo Ren. <laughs> You're yeah, speaking our language when you talk about Han Solo. I can't wait to get to Kylo Ren. If, I literally can't I also wait. love Kylo Ren, so it's totally fine. The only one I don't love is oh Anakin. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, Kelsey and I were sending shirtless <laughs> it's, it's pictures It's a generational thing, Bobby. You would understand. Kylo Ren back and forth to each other many years ago when I mean, uh, The Force Awakens came out. Gruen wants you to come I mean, back for the next Star Wars episode, so... When, when chat, Adam Driver back. took his shirt off for his scene, I felt something. I, felt I was something. in my 30s when I saw it's, it. I was like, oh. I was like, put it, I get put it, shirt Ray. I on. understand. It's just, a, it's just a generation thing. Put, it, put, put, put the shirt thing. back on, but, but actually just leave it off. And maybe take it off and put it back on. But take it off. <laughs> just remembering all, you those get this? all those different like drawn pictures I sent to Kelsey. I found on the internet of people drawing that scene. Of him standing with mm -hmm. his shirt off because yeah, he's so happy. he's literally the size of a brick wall. Like he's just thick. He's just so wide. I love yeah. it. <laughs> he's so thick. Um, we'll talk about this when we talk about those movies. But I just love that 
he just sounds like Adam Driver, but he's like a Sith Lord, you know, like he has that very like weird deep voice that Adam Driver has or whatever, which I love. I love the way I love Adam Driver, I but love it, it. but like the first oh. time you hear him talk in in um, The Force Awakens, it. you're like, this is not the voice I expected. Like when, 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 when he talks, well, you know, I, I can't wait to get to Force Awakens and talk about that movie because that's when my fandom yeah. actually really got going. The thing that I'm actually really excited about is to when we, when we get to Last Jedi, so I can like reevaluate for myself like how I feel about the Last Jedi. Talking to other people, actually, yeah. I think it's my favorite movie, but I'm interested to watch it again. I had a not like I, I was I, like I came out of that a hipster. <laughs> I was like I love this movie. Everybody hates it. Well, I love it. <laughs> I'm not like a, a hater of the Last Jedi, but I'm not like a, a like a a big fan of it either. So, but I I haven't really rewatched it since I since like the two times I watched it in the theater. Or whatever when it when it first came out, so I'm I'm excited to go back to that as well. But yeah, I've only seen Solo I think once. So once. whenever we get a chance to, to read, I've never I've actually never seen Solo. Great, that's perfect. So then. that's what perfect. I'm down to like watch it. Yeah, that'll be fun. That'll nice. be fun to do that because I I was boycotting it. Yeah. Why? Because they didn't pick the actor I wanted to play Solo anyway. Oh, who? Good. No, I want to hear this. I want to hear this. Who did you want to play Solo? <laughs> no, I'll save it. Okay, that's a good idea. It. Yeah, I'll let's save it. it. Oh, let's save it. Great for... teaser. Great I'll save teaser. the content. Okay. Yeah. What are you against? What is his name? On Onzel L Oh God! Wasn't Aiden something? Aiden Ellenrick, I think. Is that what uh, it I'm is? Just gonna, uh, I'm it just up. gonna look. I'm looking it up. Look it up. Uh, Alden Ehrenreich. Alden Ehrenreich. Okay, Ehrenreich. Whatever. That's his name. That's his name. That's a name of a person. Yeah. Um. It's like that guy. That guy was in Batman vs Superman. Uh, Scoot McNeary, or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, come on, get a get oh, a human being's name. Great name. <laughs> Scoot McNeary is actually name. a treasure. I love that. <laughs> I love that name. It's a name uh, for sure. Um, all right. So I think that's gonna do it. Um, if you all want to get in touch with me personally, I'm Bobby at Bobby Shortle on Twitter. Justin. Justin underscore says underscore oh. hey. Kelsey. I forgot we do this. I forgot we do this. You don't know your own handle? You have you have two of them. K E L S S A M U S. And my YouTube channel is reading with Kelsey. Yeah, watch go 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 check out Kelsey's YouTube channel. She does she's a booktuber. Yes. Kelsey, what was your favorite book of what what month are we in right now? October. So I guess you haven't done your October like read video yet. What you've read yet. So what did you No, but my favorite book is uh, Battle Royale. Oh, okay. Oh shit, I gotta read Battle Royale now. I really, really liked it. Yeah, it's so good. And All's Well by Mona Awad. Okay. She's a Montreal writer, and I love her a lot. All right. Some recommendations. Uh, Mark, where can people get in touch with you? I'm on Twitter and Instagram uh, at Ursus Fidelis TV. Um, and sometimes you stream, Valorant. And sometimes I stream on Twitch. Also, well, that's, uh, just Ursus Fidelis. Yeah. <laughs> and it's always Valorant. Check that out. There's, I, I keep trying to do other things. I just can't. I mean, every time Mark texts us, I'm like, I'm thinking of streaming tonight. I might do something different. And then he goes live and it's like Valorant. (laughs) (laughs) Consistency. Consistency is very, it's very consistently inconsistent. Um, So um, we're going to go through this because it's more than just Justin and I, our sign off. um, I'm going to say, thank you, Justin. Thank you, Kelsey. All right. And then Kel- Justin's going to say thank you to somebody else. Justin, don't spoil it. Wait, Justin, <laughs> thank you to somebody else. That person will say thank you to the last remaining person, who will most likely be me, 
and then I will sign off for everybody. All right, let's see if we can do it. Let's see if we can do it. All right. Okay. All right. That's gonna do it for this week's show. Until next time. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Kelsey. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Bobby. And thank you to everybody who's been watching or listening. Until next time, be good to one another. Later.